Hello and welcome to Shite and Sound, the podcast where two comedians watch one of the masterpieces of world cinema and then follow it up with a critically reviled film that is similar in some way. Maybe they share themes, plot, actors or director. We want to see if counterpointing these two films can bring out some new information or insights. On this episode, we watched number 22 on the side and sound list, Singing in the Rain, Gene Kelly and Stanley Donnan's musical masterpiece about the end of a silent film era. Our second film this week is Xanadu, not even the best movie to feature an extended sequence of Gene Kelly roller skating. And this week we are joined by special guest, uh, comedian. All of all of comedian, our other guests have comedian. just been guests. Yeah, mm. one this one's special. Okay, and the reason he's special is uh, he told us he was never going to do this podcast a while ago. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, he I backtracked might, on that. I might still pull out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you still got time. Star of okay, yes, let's, let's my credits. Yeah, let's let's the more please. This week, we're joined by special guest, Television's Ray O'Leary, from mm. John Wynn Ben, Golden Boy, Stand Up Aotearoa, Seven Days, Have You Been Paying Attention, uh, Die's House Party, Patriot Brains, etc. Etc. Okay. I think Die's House Party is um, clearly what I'll be remembered for. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's your most important well, work. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah, that, that show you made over Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I filmed uh, myself on my phone, and I did not look back at the video. <laughs> uh, but, Ray, listing mm-hmm. someone's credits... Is but a sliver of who they are. Well, I wouldn't say a sliver, but I'd say it's most of my personality right there in the oh, yeah. list. Um, yeah, et cetera, especially. I think they really, <laughs> really gave a real... I mean, like, it's important to include the et cetera because it, it gives you room to grow yes. and evolve and get well, even more famous. Well, there is that... Um, I'm trying to get Finn to call me Cinema's Ray O'Leary. Yeah, um, but you haven't been in a movie yet. Well, no, I was in um, that television movie. Yeah, it doesn't it, count. Well, what was the television movie? Um, Princess of Chaos, which is yet to air, um, <laughs> and it's about um, Bevan Schwang and the Len Brown affair. Oh, great news! And I, yeah, and I, 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 and you play uh, Jay Leno. I played um, I who? who? <laughs> there was a trend in movies in the nineties just to have like, uh, uh, just like cut to a scene of uh, Jay Leno doing jokes about the thing that was happening in the movie. Oh yeah, I play generic talk show host. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh, have you seen the news? Um, no, I play. Well, looks, looks like the mayor's been fucking. Yeah, yeah. I play a mildly racist um, job interviewer. Perfect role for you. Well, it wasn't. I mean, that one part wasn't written into the script. Right? <laughs> That's what you brought. So, yeah. Like, yeah. hey, can, can this guy have uh, just a few issues with women as well? Yeah, oh, you don't worry. They're there. They're there. They're. <laughs> so, yeah, the only, uh, apart from obviously, yeah, your work is in, inserting mild acts of hatred <laughs> in, into media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we find the best way to meet people is to guess their top four films. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, let's do that. I'd like to open by saying I don't really... I mean, it's not that I don't like films. It's a, <laughs> okay. It's not, it's just, what a great podcast to talk about. It's just yeah. I don't feel passionately about them as I do say television. And so I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. really have the, a heart. The, the, the like, main thing that you care about is the TV show Glee. Well, I wouldn't. Well. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. All right. You don't have to say it in such an excusatory tone. I mean, uh, do you deny the charges? No. Well, no. I did watch an episode yesterday, but I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, it's only been. But, like, what season? 
season three, of course. It was um, of the, course. It was the episode on my way, which was crammed full with far too many plot points. Each <laughs> each thing that happened in the episode could have been an episode of its own, but instead it opens with an attempted suicide. Beautiful. It was really well done. It was really. It was. It was a be- 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 beautiful, beautiful action on that razor. Be- yeah. No, it wasn't a razor. Oh, yeah. No. It's, don't be crazy. It's a, it, <laughs> Um. And then a beautiful uh, suicide attempt. And then, <laughs> and then Sue Sylvester got pregnant um, yeah. um, through IVF. Um, and then... Well, I I had really stopped watching it by this point. <laughs> I had no memory of this. And then there was regionals. <laughs> so then they had like there's, a, there's always regionals. Then they had a full section of just them singing and dancing. And then um, Rachel and Finn nearly get married. Um, and then yeah, meet um, me and Rachel Ziegler, star of yes, um, Maria, star of so West Side Story. And then, um, and then um, Quinn is in a terrible car accident. Um, okay, okay, so I, okay, so I have seen that episode, but just the end of it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's um, it was an important um, PSA about texting and driving. How much? How many times have you seen that episode? That was only the second time. Oh, okay. Really? okay. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, okay. I, I, I haven't watched Glee as much as um you may think, but um, and I tell you what, this this time it's a but, lot less fun. Okay, but but you did watch every episode of Glee for a podcast that never happened. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I pull out a podcast all the time. Yeah, pull out of this one. You don't you try me? Yeah. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we do seem to be. This is not as combative as we normally. Eh. Uh, well, I'll decide how competitive it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. So, Ray. Yes. Your top four favorite films. Yes. Is one of them The Breakfast Club? <laughs> when people ask me what my favorite film is, I always say The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is it about The Breakfast Club? What do you mean? That makes oh, it's your... my favorite film. <laughs> but what about, like, what what in it tingles you? Oh, it's The Breakfast Club. Um, <laughs> is it, um, do you love breakfast? Do you love people well, not being forgotten about me? Yeah, I, um... Do you love makeovers that make, that make people look objectively worse? Do you think? Oh, yeah, it's a... It's, that's also possibly the only scene of the movie where two women... They have passes the uh, Bechdel test. Yeah. Well, Bechdel? Bechdel. Bechdel. But they are making her over for a man. Yeah, yeah good. It, I mean, it's one of those alien question. It's one of the alien ones that are ambiguous. Do you consider the alien a man? Because then the alien passes Alien passes the Bechdel test. You, and I do consider, so- do consider... Judd Nelson to be a gender ambiguous alien in in oh. in the Breakfast Club. Oh, I thought you were talking about Ali Sheedy. I was like, Jesus, no, no, so uh, harsh uh, on Ali. Boy, Ali Sheedy. I could never be harsh on Ali Sheedy. No. She, good actor who has had quite a hard time of it. Anyway, um, oh yeah, oh yeah. She's been, t- yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, like most women who turn <laughs> who had the temerity to turn thirty while working in Hollywood. Yeah. But is there is there a particular? Do you like John Hughes in general? Like that kind of a sixteen candles, pretty in pink. Um, no, no, not really. He did Home Alone, right? That's mm, no. yeah. yeah. I'm not, but I'm, Home Alone too is that good? No, I don't know. This uh, called, he didn't. Did, was he even involved in Home Alone too? I think he wrote. Uh, I mean, based on characters. Sure, yeah, isn't it just hugely violent that film? I remember reading like people who worked on Home Alone one time about Home Alone two, and they just feel like it's vindictive. I mean, yeah. it, it's a film with Joe Pesci, Rob Schneider, and Donald Trump. It is inherently you know, violent. Not so even more. Trump's been. Uh, they've cut 
Pesci from it. Um, <laughs> no, and when people th- when people talk about how violent Home Alone One is, it's Home Alone Two. Home Alone Two is the one where every like prank he pulls on them is murder. Right. Yeah, like Whereas does he drop like a bowling ball on the head? Is that one of them? Yeah. And, um, there's a lot of them falling multiple feet as well. But it's like Saw for the what now generation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. E- exactly. People who love yeah. Squirt will yeah. love will yeah. love this uh, Saw movie. Props boy holding Jason Farfoy's <laughs> face down in a tub of gun. That would be okay. So, so that's uh, what I like about the Reefers Club. That is the kind of content that that money towards Patriot brains are stealing yeah, from yeah, us. Yeah, you, 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 you uh, mean like the scene where, where they're dancing, right? Oh, that's a good scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that bit. Where they, I really like the walk they do when they're all like really close to each other yeah. and they move their arms. Uh, you you like that at the end of the movie, the nerd uh, doesn't get to fuck. Yeah, well, no one does. Um, well, I, everyone else is coupled up and they leave him to write the essay. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is kind of cruel of them. But uh, No, but like John Hughes' argument, who did write Home Alone 2, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and also produced it, it's Hughes Entertainment. Any, okay. Anyway, sorry. Uh, 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 his argument is that... Dave Hughes Entertainment? No. Is it Hughes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. But it, this is the 90s. Yeah. He was good. He yeah, was oh, yeah, That's yeah. when he was good, yeah. before he had just gotten ecstatically no. lazy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, is it... Uh, Are we talking about Dave Hughes still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I, I, I thought you were going to say before we got super right wing and you're confusing Dave Hughes with Steve Hughes, but no, you weren't. No, no, Hughesy, the Australian comedian. Yeah. And yeah. Steve Hughes, the Australian comedian. Yeah, Steve Hughes, the Australian comedian. Oh, who's who, Dave Hughes? Dave Hughes is the one you're thinking of. He loses, Hughes, he loses it. Steve Hughes is an Australian comedian. He, yeah. um, he wrote... He's guy has a famous bit about how having sex with a woman is the gayest thing a man can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great bit. I mean, he became uh, just a right-wing maniac. You also wrote the song Landslide. Oh. <laughs> the, like the LaRue song? No, the Fleetwood Mac. I'm very annoyed that I went for LaRue before. Okay, anyway. Oh, no, uh, John Hughes, the reason Anthony Michael Hall uh, 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 doesn't get mm. to sexually mature metaphorically at the end of Breakfast Club is that he's not ready. The the, the arc of that character is him uh, uh, thinking he's ready and then realizing he's not. Right. And that's why he has to keep doing the work, literally. Anyway. I think you have to read a lot into that movie to get that ending, do you? I don't know. Um, that, I'm reciting a thing that that uh, John, Steve, and Dave Hughes said in triplicate in an interview. Uh, okay. Dave Hughes said it? <laughs> no, I'm just, I was, I was just extending a bit. Anyway. But no, uh, Breakfast Club's a great film. Congratulations. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, okay, so... Uh, is is the next one are they all about people is it like 12 angry men do you just like one location films? i do like 12 angry men that is a good film yeah. um i haven't seen it in a long time but I, yeah. I i didn't put that in i had to quickly make a top four list but yeah. I, I don't know so i don't really know how reflective this is of my uh, of my taste really get, yeah you but um, i wouldn't i i did consider putting 12 angry men on the list but yeah. um but i'm not gonna, i'm going to reject your suggestion yeah no no, no that, that, okay. that's fine uh, uh, are there any musicals on the list um no Okay. Uh, other well, any act- oh. do you consider Glee the three D concert movie a musical? Uh, is Glee the three D concert movie on the list? No, that was a joke. Suggestion. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a great film. Uh, all the movies in English. Yeah, of course. Yep. <laughs> so, no, but like, not no subtitles for you. No, no, I turn those off. Um, no, yeah. Okay, no, no dubs then. No, absolutely no. No dubs. Yeah, no subs. Um, you only only watch the only watch only watch the American Double Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, four kids. They nailed it. Um, 
They're all um, South African films filmed before in the eighties. I don't know. When, <laughs> yeah. when, I don't know when apartheid was. I um, mean, yeah, the eighties, like eighties, nineties, seventies, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, no. So there's, um, yeah, they're all they're all English speaking films. I don't really watch many foreign films. Again, I don't really care about. I don't really watch that many. <laughs> I don't watch that many movies. I yeah. I think we have had people less interested in cinema on this podcast, <laughs> but they didn't say it as much as you. Oh yeah, no, that's uh, good. I'm trying to bring that combative attitude right and early. Yeah, no. It's uh, the, let's be clear. Uh, you are Chris Pine. I am other actor, and this is war. Is Chris, Tom, it's Tom Hardy. It's Tom Hardy. Is Chris yeah. Pine a film actor? Is he one of the? Um, he, he's one of the Marvel? Chris's. No, the no. He, he's 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 the Chris who isn't in Marvel. Yeah, because oh. he's uh, in Wonder Woman. He's Wonder Woman's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. He's uh, 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 he's in the Star Trek movies. Mm. Oh, maybe I think I've seen Star. He's in uh, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. Yeah, yeah. He's the titular Shadow Recruit. Yeah. Who, who's in um, Knives Knives Out? That's Chris Evans. Evans. That's a good yeah. movie. Yeah, it is yeah. a good movie. Is is it on the list? Uh, it's not, but I'd accept it. Uh, but are there any uh, murdered mysteries on your list? Um. Uh, no. Uh, okay, no. so uh, are there uh, any comment? You're a comedian, uh, allegedly. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I did yeah, that. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, I mean, look, if you side with the Facebook comments, you'll um, you'll... are there any comedies on there? Yeah, there aren't. I don't think I watched. Uh, I'm not sure if there are that many comedy films. I don't know that last very long, but there is. There's a few. I guess. I mean, uh, there's. I did think while I was here, there's one comedy film I'd accept if you, if you said it. Again, this list is not very hard. I have really strong preferences oh, okay. about um, movies. Let, let's aim to get the three remaining on the list yeah. you have. So, like, uh, 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 is it a comedy from uh, this millennia? Oh, the comedy film didn't make it into this. Yeah, four. yeah, no, oh. we're not. Oh, we're, geez, yeah, right. uh, we're, but, okay, so there's, but, um, there's, there's no comedy. But yes, I think it is. I think it just made it into this millennia. It's nine eleven. <laughs> That's the that's my favorite comedy. Wait, the event or <laughs> yes, like yeah. United ninety three films about it? Is that is that what what are those? Yeah, United ninety three is the real time recreation of what it was like on the plane that crashed into the ground. Is, yeah. it, is it funny? Uh, it's from the director. It, uh if like it was filmed in Britain, and a lot of the supporting cast have played like villains and doctor who yeah so it's quite funny from that perspective because you're like that's what you get van stanton you shouldn't have kept a dalek in a cage mm. um but otherwise no it, it's it's a very sober look at uh, a needless loss of life mm. so uh, are there any you just like straight dramas on there um yes i would yes at least one probably okay is it from uh this millennium oh, no, that's not a straight drama no that's a comedy drama uh okay so we do have com okay, okay. comedy drama Look, i see again i again i haven't thought hard about this list i don't even really know these movies I've got on. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, this is uh i mean this is i mean yeah we, we, we are learning a lot about you from this <laughs> okay so the, uh, this comedy drama is it from this millennium or last millennium oh this millennium okay, uh, okay. so is recent but no, it's not Shrek. Come on. Uh, are any but, of them animated? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, is it Shrek two? No, no. Okay. But that is the best one. Let's rank the Shrek films. No, so Shrek oh, two. No, uh, one. They go in order. Three, surely. Four. The fourth one is pretty bad. No, yeah, the third one. No, the third one's the worst. Two is the best one because it has music by David Bowie and Nick Cave. Mm. Is there a Star Wars film on your list? Um, no, I don't really care for Star okay, Wars. Okay, okay, great. Yeah. You, you, you are the first person, you're the first guest we've had who yeah. doesn't have a Star Wars on your list. Yes. Who are these people you're getting? Uh, Josh Davies, no. Ben McGugan. James Malcolm? Uh, no, not not, not, uh, not, uh, not mm -hmm. yet. Uh, 
We uh, should show him uh, 2001. Uh, Harry Thompson Cook. No, they all have what Star Wars film? Different ones. Yeah, they have. Uh, what's the one that's meant to be good? The the second one. The uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. That, that, that was some of them. Return of the Jedi is not the. No, no. Uh, uh, sorry, it's Revenge, Revenge of the whatever. So, no, Revenge fuck. of the Sith. We, it, it fucking, no, Revenge. I can't Empire Strikes Back. I only, yeah, Empire Strikes Back. This to be the best one, right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. That, that, that and the Last Jedi are two good ones. We are, we are creating more Star, Star Wars talk for either me or Finn to cut. So let's just. Okay. I, I don't care about the Star Wars films. I, the yeah. universe I think is interesting, but the films themselves I don't. Yeah. I, yeah. I haven't watched any of the. Um, the latest the, since the force awakens yeah. i haven't watched any of those movies and um though i do find the original trilogy very funny um not sorry, the, tri- not sorry, the prequel that? trilogy i think it's very oh, very yeah. funny that's very yeah i think holds up comedically very funny yeah yeah you your stand-up is very influenced by jar jar oh uh, yeah absolutely i he's i would consider him a, um, a comic um idol of mine yeah. jar jar misa bumped into a turkish woman at the first world war memorial yeah absolutely yeah. yeah often i'm like getting my tongue stuck in jars and i'm like i don't know getting stuck to things yeah and yeah, yeah. Paper and whenever you're near a pod racer you always just stick your head in between yeah, like, and, get, ele- and, and yeah. get electroshocked yeah. uh, um okay so the this comedy drama is so is it from like the last decade is it pretty recent yeah very uh, recent. okay oh like this year last year yeah. Um. Or uh, probably not. Oh, I can't remember. Uh, all right. uh, uh, Recent enough that that question confuses me. Okay. Uh, uh, is it uh, the big sick? No, I haven't seen that movie. I hear right. it's good. Yeah. 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 Uh, the one of the writers of that just announced Emily V. Gordon's new project. Do you know what it is, Finn? No. The Play-Doh movie. Oh, oh wow. fantastic. Yeah, uh, uh, that's in-universe with uh, Greta Gerwig's Barbie movie. Wow. Um, all right, so, so, so is it a Mattel cinematic universe? I guess. Yeah, yeah. like the, everyone wants a cinematic universe. Yeah. Anyway. Emily uh, V. Gordon for Vendetta. Yeah. Uh, she used to have a podcast. Uh, anyway, it was, it was good. She's yeah. a good guest, ho- a guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, so I don't care for Drag Race. This, this, you're you Correct. are right. As yeah. someone who loves that show, it's also very bad. Unfortunately, um, I no, I just what, what, was, I just prefer qu- queer camp to straight camp. What, what uh, was uh, was RuPaul ever on Glee? Um, the, in the very pilot in 2009, they um, compared. Quinn, the, uh, at the time, compares Rachel Berry to RuPaul. In the, in the Let's Have a Kiki song, there's a bunch of like uh, people from Drag Race and that, right? I believe they went on to be on Drag Race. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I believe some of the actors on Glee... I say that's the most embarrassing thing we've ever done? No, not that one. Um, that, that was What Does the Fox Say? With oh, uh, did they do What Does the Fox Say in Glee? Yeah. And yeah, also, and they're, they're all, uh, are they all puppets in yeah, that? They're yeah, they're all puppets. Yeah, it's really, puppets. It's really, yeah, it's great. It's fucked. And they also did um, Gangnam Style, which um, Ryan Murphy thought was one of the worst numbers they did. And and he called it Gangster Style, which um, to me shows how uh, much he was paying attention to the uh, product. There's just so, so much pain in the world. <laughs> no, I was just going to say there's so little I respect about Ryan Murphy that I, it feels strange to lose some more. Mm. Uh, anyway, um, uh, okay, so is this comedy, would we call it bittersweet? Is it American? Um... Is it American? What do you mean by that? Was Is it set in America? No. It, okay. Was it made by Americans? What is made by America? Maybe. I don't know enough about <laughs> okay. production companies. Uh, oh, I'm, I mean... I, is, is it like writer or director or stars American? Um, okay. No, uh, I would not you, say you, that. Use this and look up the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're going to know. This is no, you, you, you keep it until we're just, done. Just so for you know, that, um, for the people who um, aren't in the room with me, um, 
Finn has just handed me his phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and wants me with, to... With, um, with, with letterboxed so, open. So what do you want me to do? Google movies. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No, this is... I don't think we should film. give Ray more resource. I feel like the sense of bobbing for apples is good. Okay. Um... How long does this normally take? I'm going to make this like pulling teeth. I'm not going to. You take your phone back. <laughs> okay. So it's a comedy drama. We, yes. When you leave at the end, do you leave happy or sad? Is it more comedy or more drama? Oh, this the um this film we're trying to get to the bottom of. Yeah. Um, I yeah. left like shell shocked. Oh, okay. Which is why. Uh, a promising young woman. Um, no, but that is a good film. But it's not on my list. But okay. maybe I should have um, put that on. I don't think. I don't know if I left that movie. Do I feel shell shocked? I'm not sure, but it was very good. I mean, I, there's I, the ending that film has, which shell shocks you. Yes, and, and then, and then the next five minutes, which is just like anyway. Um, by Juice Newton is good. That's the only movie I've watched where something happened and my um, mouth opened um, out of shock, like a cartoon character. That is, I'm now in such a tender place that that's almost every experience of film I have is being shocked. Yeah. Yeah. They're singing in the rain? I mean, at the beginning of Xanadu, when the plane kept flying around the Universal logo and turned into more and more high-tech planes and then a UFO, I was like, oh, ooh, innovation. A, a brave new world that has such studio logos in it. Uh, okay. Uh oh. Is it was it a big hit or is this more like an indie darling? Um, my impression is that it's closer to. Well, I wouldn't say it's like a big massive blockbuster, but I feel mm. like describing it as an indie hit would also undersell it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, Does it? Okay. Like it's a big director. Ah, oh, uh, like Spielberg? No, smaller than. Oh, is it smaller than Spielberg? I guess. Well, Spielberg's one of the. Most yeah. famous yeah, of all time. So yeah, then smaller than Spielberg. Okay, that's yeah, that's so unhelpful. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but like, okay, smaller than Spielberg, bigger than like a bread box. <laughs> <laughs> Is this movie uh, uh, an animal, a vegetable, or a mineral? <laughs> uh, animal. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Is it about uh, uh, adults or children? <laughs> or both. Oh <laughs> no. Okay, but it's like there are some films. Uh, that uh, I guess it feels more like it's focused on children. I suppose. Uh, uh, is it uh, Moonrise Kingdom? No, but maybe I should have put that on the list, <laughs> actually. Maybe I should change it. Oh, uh, it's uh, a good film. See, I yeah. didn't think. Yeah, great. Yeah, film. Uh, uh, it, but it's bigger than Wes Anderson, smaller than uh, Steven Spielberg. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to go out on a limb and say this person is bigger than Wes Anderson. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, I don't know. Like Quentin Tarantino is the one person I can oh, think. Oh, yeah, maybe around that level now. I don't know. Oh, maybe no. It's probably smaller than Quentin Tarantino. So they're a relatively um, new arrival on the scene. Um, yeah, I think. Oh, well, I mean, I'd describe them as relatively new. I'd also like to say that I feel like I kind of gave a hint before. Finn is the one with the memory. Mm-hmm. Go, go into memory palace. Is an assault. It was a. Animals. Oh, okay, so animals. Yeah. It's largely in. Is it? We bought a zoo. <laughs> it's my favorite comedy drama. <laughs> I left shell shock. That was. They did it. They pulled it off. They got that zoo. Those they, bastards. They turned it around, they and then around. Uh, Scarlett Johansson kissed yeah. Matt Damon. I, I guess. Think. Yeah. Oh, I was not Kevin James. See, I used to play. No, no, that, that's Zookeeper. Oh no, that's what. That, that's that's why Kevin James falls in love with, with Rosario Dawson. That's what I mean. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, she's also the love interest in Clerks too, and. Clerks 3. And oh. Trance. Oh, is Clerks 3 in a film? Like, uh, like, uh, it, it's going to yeah. be. I like Clerks 1 and Clerks 2. I'll, I'll yeah, say. yeah. Um, I used to play Zoo Tycoon, and um, I would, um, do you know if you paused it? I would pause it and be like, why are my crocodiles sad? And I'd be like, oh, there are too many crocodiles in the enclosure, and then I'd sell them all. 
And then I, the game wouldn't update because it was paused, and then I'd unpause it, and the crocodiles would be like, we're lonely, there's just one of us left in the cage. Anyway, <laughs> that's just my thoughts about zoos. Okay, so are there crocodiles in this film? No. Uh, all right, great. Um, okay, but but uh, but uh, but but it does involve animals. Um, no. <laughs> uh, is it? Uh, uh, does it involve uh, animals? No, I don't think so. Is it American Animals, the comedy drama about people stealing a book of birds? No, I haven't. Is it uh, Nocturnal Animals, the movie about Amy Adams? Yeah, but something bad happened Hooper. to her. I would consider it's um, fierce creatures that John Cleese follow up to a fish called Wanda. Oh, yeah, Jesus! I actually I love that film. As when I was in high school, I yeah I I did not care for a fish called Wanda, but but you did love the Simpsons episode of Fish Called Selma. Oh yeah, that's the one with Trim McClure. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's a fantastic that's a fantastic episode. I like all three of those things, mm-hmm. even though I'm sure that if I went back to both Fish Called Wanda and Fierce Creatures, I would. Uh, lose my mind. I've, think, I've never seen a fish called Wanda. I've I, heard it's good. I mean, I'm I like interest- pretty much everyone involved in that. I'm in, I will be interested in your take on uh, Michael Palin's comic stuttering character. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I do then, like comic stuttering. And then, and then, yes, and then for fierce creatures, they uh, mixed it up by making him talk too much. Is it heavenly creatures? No, I haven't seen that. Is the word creatures? Bad taste. (laughs) No, I I haven't seen that. You know, everything John Cleese does is um, held up, especially his political opinions. Yeah, I I love his tweets. Yeah, I I like the bit where he says London doesn't feel like London anymore. (laughs) Probably probably nothing to read into that. He probably just means the building's a bit tall or something. Look, he all he simply his only crime is making. Probably the most rega- well-regarded piece of TV comedy, uh, which is about him beating up an idiot Spaniard. It's <laughs> very funny. It, yeah. yeah, it's so good though. Yeah. It's yeah. so when they find yeah. that corpse and there's a kipper in uh, oh, the kipper in the corpse. Yeah. Uh, don't talk about the war. Yeah. Waldorf it, salad. The yeah. nine other episodes. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. So who? Okay, who is in this film? Who's in it? Yeah. Um, you don't. You don't have to give us a lead. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of someone who wouldn't immediately give it away. Uh-huh. All right. Um, Scarlett Johansson. I think she's in it. Is it Don John? Is no, it? What's that? Okay. Is is this American Beauty? No, I haven't okay. seen that. No. Uh, is, uh, it, is it? Uh, uh, is it uh, Lost in Translation? No, I haven't seen that. Uh, okay. Is it? What a film. Lucy. That, <laughs> no, I haven't seen Scarlett that. Johansson. No, Scarlett Johansson or someone who I think might be Scarlett <laughs> yeah, Johansson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. It's set in the modern day, in, in the contemporary world. No. Oh, it's set in the past? Yep, it's set in the past, absolutely. Okay. The girl with the pearl earring. Yeah, was it? No, is I haven't it, seen that. Have read it, it? Is it based around a specific historical event? Yep, absolutely. Uh, okay, so Titanic? No. No, but it's a great film. But it's like Titanic. No, no. But like in that, it's a what, film like set a, in the. It's po- a children's film where they sneak onto a boat and get into a car and draw each other nude and. Okay, no, the bit of like that, that I disagree. That's, what that's, is what about Titanic as a children's film? Is the no? Is you, the it's, it's, we're trying to. I see this as a film that's focused on children, and you see there's a light Titanic. Oh, oh, oh right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did say that. Wait, yeah. so is this a children's film? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Uh, is Paddington on your list? No, no, I've never seen it. Oh, what the fuck? Watch yeah, Paddington. Yeah, I hear it's good. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I want to watch um, the Muppets Most Wanted. That's okay. Uh, it's that's fine. Is right. it the Muppets? Uh, is are there any puppets on your list? No. Okay. Okay, so this film... Was animals the clue you gave earlier? Yeah. Okay. That's helpful. 
Well, no, it's not. They're not animals. I can't really remember really if there are any animals in the movie. <laughs> But, all right. Okay, so was, okay, so this is a film from the last decade that maybe stars Scarlett Johansson, and it is a comedy drama of an ending that left you shell shocked. Okay, about a historical event about a historical past. event focusing uh, on I've, children. Yeah, and and the director is less famous than Steven Spielberg, but more famous than Wes Anderson. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> is it fuck. like is it Timur Beckman Batov's Ben Hur remake? No, no okay. I've, I've never seen any um, version of Ben Hur. Yeah, I mean, never done that. this is now the longest, and we're at one. Um, You're at one, yep. Okay. I mean, it, it, it is, it's so lucky I already knew Breakfast Club going in. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you're lucky I tell that to people all the time. Yeah. Is it, is it, oh, right. Okay. Ho. Oh. Right, here's a hint. I saw this at a cinema on Dominion Road. Was it, you saw it at the Capitol? Yeah, is that the name of it? Yeah. Yeah. Does that help? Uh, it that narrows down the kind of film it is. Does it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is it like, is it a, tri- oh, Jojo Rabbit? Yeah, it's Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Oh, right. Is that Scarlett Johansson? Uh, yes. Yeah, I should remember that you like Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy it. You, yeah, it's you, one you, of those things I can't forgive you for. It's. <laughs> but you, you see the shot of your shoes. Thing. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the shot yeah. of your shoes. Yep. Yeah, and that little kid oh, is right, great. Yeah, just like in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, that No, that cool. wouldn't be on in, in, in the yeah but i would oh yeah okay but the real question here is yeah it is it is a very interesting to work out whether taika waititi is bigger than wes anderson mm. uh, I, I, would, I would say yes i mean Pro, i mean wes anderson isn't directing a marvel film yeah no but like he would have been approached yeah do you think yeah, wes anderson mm, would he though oh yeah yeah well they know the kind of film they would have mm. Yeah, but like they've been able to beat a recognizable style out of directors before. Yeah, they 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 would have at least tried it with Wes Anderson. Okay. Yeah, and then I mean, I mean, I haven't seen One Division, so I don't know if that looks interestingly different to other things. But I mean, I feel like they've had. I feel like some Marvel. Is there any Marvel properties that take risks aesthetically? I like you know, like in the in the Guardians movies, like James Gunn has a like fairly distinctive style in both. It's like separate from what the rest of the Marvel movies look like. You know, when McDonald's has has shaker fries and are like uh, uh, add spice to your fries, and they just give you a little sachet of dust, but it's still mainly chips. Mm Yeah, like that is how much aesthetically yeah. they change uh, their films, yeah. and like that, like some of that's great. Yeah. Okay, so are any of these from the deep past, uh, which is to say, before, before like nineteen ninety? Before nineteen ninety, I'm yeah. not sure about one of these movies. Uh, okay, is it a, a, a thriller or horror? Does it? Does it? No, I, okay. I don't. I don't care for horror. Uh, okay. uh, action. Is there any action? Um, well, wouldn't you describe it as an action film? Um. No, probably not. No, wait. What, what, what's like actually like Transformers? No, I don't like those movies to film. But or or like care. a James Bond. Yeah, film? I don't. Care. No, not James Bond. <laughs> it is from a, from a list that starts with Breakfast Club and goes through uh, uh, Jojo Rabbit. Where, where does the plotter graph next go? I'm so, I'm sorry. I have varied taste. I've I've, I've yeah. I'm a... no no. It's uh, you being a co- complex and complete yes. human is ma- is making it's this a real issue for us. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't be all two dimensional. Oh, I'm sorry, I liked um, singing in the rain one and singing in the rain two. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I mean, well, uh, anyway. Um, so, uh, do we have another? Is is there just a straight drama on there? No. So they're all comedy dramas. 
Um, um, <laughs> uh, okay. Beyond and, is, uh, do any of them contain fantastical elements? Like s- yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Okay, so okay. so science fiction or fantasy? Um, I guess I would. I guess I would say fantasy. Uh, is it uh, any of them a Harry Potter movie? No, I don't like the Harry Potter movies. But, but but you know so many of the characters, right? Yeah, I know. I've got so there's so many of my favorite characters. They're like Xenophilius Lovegood, Arabella, <laughs> Arabella Fig, Victor Crumb. This is the thing that Rage wants to annoy uh, Jack Ansett, yeah. who loves the Harry Potter, loves all Harry Potter stuff. Where Ray was like, I'm going to name my hundred favorite Harry Potter characters, and then named a hundred characters, and, not, and like just refused to pick any of the leads or just any popular ones. Ernie McMillan, one of my favorite. <laughs> favorite characters <laughs> Colin Creevy he's just like sat in a corner for an hour just like saying the names of a hundred different Harry Potter yeah, characters Justin Fitch Fletchley's number one with a bullet yeah no you, uh, you, yeah. you love saying that name Justin yeah Fitch. who I believe is the first you've mentioned who's not in the film no Justin Fitch Fletchley um, gets petrified I believe in the Chamber of Secrets ah wow you're right yeah, he's, a, he's a very important part of, I think it's a he is, is, Col- is Colin Creevy Creevy Prime who has a younger brother because Creevy later brings in his younger yes, brother. Yes, I think Colin Creevy is that. Is he the one with the um, camera in this? Yeah, in this yeah, yeah. And I believe he has a younger brother or a son. Yeah, yeah. Because the brother. <laughs> I mean, they all have sons at the end, yeah, right? Yeah. With, okay, so, uh, but like, uh, so is, is, it has. I would say this is has a fantastical element to it. Yes. Uh, is it Lord of the Rings? No, it's not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I've never seen those movies. Okay. Before. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, is is so? It's like it, it, is it like urban fantasy in that there's a magical element to what seems to be like a normal? No, film? it's mostly white people. Is that what you're asking? <laughs> I mean, that's a fantastical element in most okay so is, is it, it uh, mr mcgorium's wonder emporium no, one of my favorite films is mr mcgorium's wunderbar emporium that's one of the, that's possibly the best joke in the film bruno is when he calls it that, by that name anyway i mean yeah it's the one joke that i feel like is acceptable to repeat in the year 2022 yeah. is it eternal sunshine of the spotless mind no but i um, like that film a lot. yeah is it like that though no in the, all right so it is okay so there's like magic in it um, yeah, I guess you'd have to say there's magic in it, yeah. It's not like people casting spells. Like It doesn't feel magical. Like The magic is just kind of a given in the world, okay. you know? Is it, uh, uh, is it Matilda? No. Okay, good. We took like 20 minutes to try and guess Matilda a few episodes ago. I just <laughs> Who, wanted to get it out of the way. film was Matilda? Briar, you, my, you, my you partner. Uh, yeah. Okay, so there's one that's from around 1990? Um, yeah, I would say so. Okay, and uh, it's like... A bit magic. Labyrinth. No, 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 no. We took no. Those are separate films. Uh, uh, okay. So is it Labyrinth was a critical? Was it a critical failure at the time it was released? Uh, I'm, I, it, it sort of feels like it would be. Yeah. It was, I, I mean, it feels very well regarded now. But oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was watching a documentary about Jim Henson the other night, and um, so, uh, 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 are any of these films Jim Henson related? Oh, no, they should have been. I should. Yeah. Have. Yeah. You yeah. should have a Muppet movie on yeah, there. Yeah. Or Christmas Carol. Yeah, the Muppet movie with um. With, with Orson Welles, with, Richard Pryor. No, it was Richard Pryor. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. No, I remember the one with Jason Segel. I think, that's, I think that's a, that was a fun film. Well, now the he's... The Muppets, yeah. Well, since he died, he's now Richard Former. Um, that's good. <laughs> Star of uh, uh, Lost Highway. Blazed Saddles. Um, okay. Oh, so how many words in the title? <laughs> how many words? For which one? There are two left. Okay, the, the one that's the, around the, the, the magi- 90s. The magi- I, reckon, I reckon you can guess more interesting things than that. For the magic-y one? No, 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 for the 90s one. There are two separate ones. There's a magic-y one yeah, and yeah. the 90s one. For, and, and the magic-y one is kind of recent. 
Oh, yep, absolutely. Like, oh, what's kind of recent? Uh, within the last 10 years. Yes, it is, yep. Okay. Oh, actually, maybe it's just out of that. <laughs> oh, okay. That, okay. Time frame. Uh, is it, oh, is it like, is it saying, it's not, the, it's not a matrix, no. No, no, no. Uh, um, uh, oh, what could it be? Uh, Inception. No. I know. I do like the Dark Knight, though. Yeah. yeah. Is it? There's no. It's not superheroes, right? God. No. 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 Little no. do you think of me? God, I, we have. We've had a lot of superhero films. Yeah. That's. Uh, uh, yeah. I think my flatmate. I've learned. Yeah. One of his favorite films is an Avengers. Strike me pink. Honestly. Yeah. No. It <laughs> is. Uh, 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 honestly, grim. It is just, like. They just, it's just not favorite film material. Mm. Become better people. Oh uh, yeah, it reminds me when I at, when I was at high school and I had a, a guy at my high school said his favorite film was Transformers Two, and I just remember thinking like I don't know what the best movie is of all time, but there's no way <laughs> yeah. it's like the second robot fighting movie. No, and, and, and like Transformers Two was uh, was was uh, made during a writer strike, so it didn't have a script. It, that's the one that even people who love those films don't like. Yeah, yeah. Is that, that's the one with the two racist characters as well. Oh, those uh, racist I characters. Think that, yeah, I think it's all of them. Uh, oh. No, they're not in the first one. They're oh, introduced okay. in the second. Is one. The, they're like two guys that I think are two robots that I believe are meant to be African American. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it, it's borderline minstrel, yeah. minstrelry. Yeah. Um, it's not like in Shark Tale with the two DJ jellyfish. Now that's... <laughs> I mean, that's... Uh, <laughs> one of them's animated, right? Yes. We haven't guessed that one yet. No, you have not. Okay. No. Is that the magic one? Yes, it is, yes. Okay. Uh, the Princess and the Frog. No, but it's a, that's a good film. Uh, uh, is, is it a Disney? Um, yes. Frozen? No. Uh, Coco? No, great film. Uh, Inside Out? Um, no, not as good a film. I think Brave? I, no, never seen it. Ratatouille? Uh, no, not Ratatouille. Ratatouille? It's hey, in The Incredibles. Oh, no. Wally? No. Oh, Incredibles 2. No, good film. Is it a Pixar? Yes. Is it, it, okay, so... Ah, uh, Toy Story Three. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Film. Good, and yeah, good, you're good, right. Good. Magic is kind of innate to that world. Yeah. Yet again, we find an example <laughs> where categories make it harder for yeah. us. Okay. It, it feels. It, it is like when you were describing it as a fantasy. I was like, I guess technically yeah. it's fantastical, but it doesn't mm. feel. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. Like you know, it's, you you've seen that clip. It's not, of, it's not a fantasy like Xanadu is a fantasy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. And no. oh, what yeah, a fantasy! Exactly. Yeah, Woody certain, does not once roll the skate. It's certainly. Might. In the first one, he does. Actually, they get on buzz? the roller skate yeah. To, yeah. to get it. Well, you don't know what the fuck you're talking no, about. I would say I like the third one. I mean, oh, you yeah. haven't seen the first one. What uh, <laughs> uh, have you seen the clip of the dad who cut credits, uh, uh, who cut the credits of Toy Story 3 so they appear as they are heading into the incinerator and holding hands? Oh, so he made his kids he, yeah, think. He showed it to his family. <laughs> so they think the film ends with yeah. them all accepting their deaths. That's really funny. That is. Okay, so. That, that scene was very impactful. I was like, I, I, I I was like, I feel like the characters are going to die. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. I, uh, and that's hard for a Disney movie to pull off on me because I often find when I'm watching those movies, I'm like, yeah. oh no, they're Disney movies. Yeah. 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 yeah nothing's going to, nothing will, nothing matters. Yeah. Um, like Lee. Okay. So this is from 1990. Um, yeah, around then. Are people yeah. investigating a crime in that? Uh, yes, they are. Uh, is it a is it Silence of the Lambs? No. Okay. I have seen that movie. It's a yeah. Great movie. Uh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Is it? Uh, Shiggy okay. kebab. So they are. 
Okay, just letting uh, that... I don't know if that'll be relevant when that comes out. I may have already had the kebab, but just letting everyone know. Yeah. uh, Okay, so... Uh, uh, Does this crime have anything to do with the number seven? Oh, you're talking about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. She <laughs> yeah. breaks and enters. And, yeah, how she um, ke- how Kevin Spacey kills each of the dwarves yeah. and um, uh, Doc I, is found floating underneath a dock, no, etc. I, I have not seen the Seven in. Uh, yeah, mm. um, I'm I'm glad we both agree on the pronunciation yeah, of that title. <laughs> have you seen the recent Batman film, The Batman? No, I haven't. Uh, uh, check- I've, seen, I've seen The Dark Knight. Uh, if you if you watch The Batman, it's a two for one because then you've also seen Seven. Oh, I've seen The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, oh. Oh. Do you like it when they are crashing this plane? Uh, what? <laughs> oh, just at the beginning. They ca- is, don't worry about Oh, that's it. right. Crashing this plane. I just like that bit. I just like the way he says crashing this plane. I like it in Harry Potter 2. Yeah. Um, where they, they crashed a flying car? Yeah, where they crashed. Into the Whomping Willow? Into, yeah, into the Whomping Willow. Yeah. It's meant to be a metaphor for 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, no. I just, I'm so glad I've never had to think about no. what element of those books is J.K. Rowling's metaphor for 9-11. Yeah. Especially because we now know she's making the Fantastic Beasts film about people trying to stop the people trying to stop World War Two. Yeah. yeah, it's very. And, <sighs> and, then, and then that new the new Harry Potter game is about trying to stop the Goblin uprising because they're sick of not having Goblin rights. Yeah, but don't worry, you have an elf on your side, a house elf, your slave. Yeah. Very strange. Uh, very str- oh, oh God! There's just a lot of. The world is a very dark place. And Absolutely. Get, in the second movie, the kids run up to Hagrid and Hagrid goes, Hello, Hermione. And that's, I think, the best line in the whole series. <laughs> I mean, Robbie Coltrane is a, is a pro. Yeah, yeah. He's great. Whether he's a nun on the run mm. or a cracker. Yeah. Whether he's uh, uh, whether he's the bouncer outside of Rick's room in that one episode of The Young Ones. Or whether he's Valentin Dmitrievich Zukovsky, yeah. his James Bond character who appears in both GoldenEye with his wife, Minnie Driver, and in The World Is Not Enough where they find him in his Beluga factory. And and GoldenEye 64. He's also in that. Oh, yes, he is. You find him in a crate. Yeah. Um, is this a video game adaptation? No. Uh, okay. No. Okay, so is this... It's from, it's from the 90s. People are investigating a crime. Is the investigation of the crime like the main part of it? Um, yes, but I also feel like that's going to throw you off. Uh, okay. Uh, uh uh, is this movie about uh, some usual suspects? No, it's a, they're, kind of, they're actually kind of unusual, actually. Is the crime the death of Citizen Kane? No, um, <laughs> no Citizen Kane, uh, um, canonically, in this universe, was never born. Uh, <laughs> okay. So is, uh, is, it, is this another film that is contemporary, or is it in the past? What, oh, it's, um, no, it's contemporary. To the, to, to, to the time, yeah. okay. Contemporaneous or whatever. Mo- yeah, I don't know. Who who knows? Concurrently. <sighs> We're going to be here forever. We're going to die in this room yep. playing this game. Yep. This was a burden we put on ourselves. I look forward to us recording the guessing games next week. Is this the longest it's ever gone for? Probably. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We can make it go longer. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, yeah. Well, you've uh, only got one film left, right? This is the yeah. last one. Yeah. We can easily cut this down to a tight 40 minutes. Is <laughs> <laughs> no. it that long? Is there a child in it who can see dead people? No, I've never seen that movie. Ah, oh, okay. You don't, there are many. Uh, no, there's... Uh, uh, is Bruce Willis in this movie? No. Okay. Uh, is uh, who is someone who is in this movie, but not one of the leads? Oh, um, that's there's one famous 
actor in it, I think. Uh, so it's other ones like a cast of amateurs or like just yeah, uh, kind of undiscovered think people? so, or I just don't know them. Uh, all right. Um, but I know the one famous actor who I think may have helped finance the film. Saw. No, not Saw. Never seen those movies. They do not appeal to me. They seem gross. The first ones are. No, the, don't, no, no. no don't, like, don't try and get me to watch. No, this. no, no. I'm, no. I just like it's, what I'm trying to express to you is that what it, no, it doesn't. Like, no, the, like what, what, like what, what people think about Saw movies is mainly the later Saw movies. Yeah, films are wrong. Some films are wrong. And okay, and I, I, you Saw franchise. Not the f- anyway. Not anyway. Uh, uh, James 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 Wan is a talented director, and as is Lee Winnell. Yeah, James um, Bond. James Wan. I haven't seen James Bond. Okay, have you seen Malignant? <laughs> no, I have not. No. That, is James Bond in that? No. no. Have you seen Aquaman? No. Uh, he, he, Which James is directed by the guy who directed Saw. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not going to. God, no. There, there's very little crossover. Have, have you seen... Um, he also directed one of the Fast and Furious movies. He, he's got a very uh, varied filmography. Have you seen the episode of... The two-parter episode of Glee, where Sue Sylvester locks Kurt and Blaine into an elevator in a saw-like um, <laughs> saw-like uh, contraption and convinces them to get back together because she's um, been secretly obsessed with them dating the whole series? Uh, no, that sounds uh, weird. <laughs> is, is the whole thing them in the elevator? Um, for I, 90 minutes or 88 minutes oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, no, there must be some other stuff but it's some. It's an, certainly an odd retcon um, alright do you consider the dinner in my dinner with Andre a crime no but okay. I am I'm just, God, do they have kebabs I haven't seen that movie no they, they don't they mainly talk about theatre and I think oh, I yeah can, like midlife crises I, f- I really feel but what uh, are you doing after this um, I'm not doing anything. Do you want to get a kebab? Yeah, sure. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Fuck. What's a fucking crime movie? Guess what kind of kebab I'm going to have? Uh, vegan. Yes. All right. Okay. What is a vegan kebab? Falafel. Oh right. Of right. course. All right. Now we can get back to the movie. But like, oh, what? this one also involves an animal, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it, the animal uh, a presence I'm... in the film? No. Is it not? It's not Crocodile Dundee, is it? It is Crocodile Dundee. Lost. No, of course. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. Some people have a lot of really misplaced nostalgia. No, I haven't seen that. Okay, I'm, I'm literally going to look up crime movies from the nineties that I've seen. <laughs> I don't know if crime is going to. Oh, okay. What? What? Like... If you had to put a genre on it, what would it be? Oh no. Um, it's dramatic. I guess. No, I guess it's a crime. <sighs> crime. Pulp fiction. No. Is it a Quentin Tarantino? It is. Oh, Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Oh, okay, right. there we go. Yeah. Sweet ass. Yeah, so they are investigating a crime, but it feels misleading to describe it that way, right? Yeah, they're yeah. trying to figure out who told the cops and who stole the diamonds. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's fair. It's a film of investigating a crime. Once and, again. <laughs> and Harvey Keitel is the... He, is that right. how you say his name? Yeah. Keitel. Yeah. Uh, uh, Harvey Keitel, Tim yeah. Roth. Is he the one who cuts the ear off? No, no, he, he's one who gets at the end. Oh, uh, the guy who the cuts, guy who cuts the, the ear off is Michael Madsen. Yeah, yeah right. my, but is Tim Roth and Michael Madsen actors who are really only in Tarantino films? Michael Madsen, kind of, but, but yeah. like Tim Roth had a, a pretty big career. He was the star of Lie to Me. Yeah, that that show about oh. uh, about the psychologist who solve crimes. My dad used to love that show. Oh, you mean The Mentalist? 
Uh, no, that's right. A mentalist who sold scribes. The, the, the mentalist. The mental heirs. That, uh, that was the twist. He was mental. So uh, uh, t- Tim Roth was also apparently in uh, Shang-Chi. Yeah, he's... He the, was in uh, uh, The Incredible Hulk. He was in Twin Peaks for a turn. Yeah, he's oh, the lead. He's in Funny Games. Who's Eli Roth? Eli Roth is the guy who made Cabin Fever and then Hostel and Hostel Part 2. Yeah. Oh, is he a director? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, congrats. And he's also an Inglorious Bastard. Inglorious. Inglorious Okay, Bastards. we cannot, we got the full films, we have met the, the twisting, labyrinthine mind of someone who doesn't think about film all the time. Yeah. You, what? Should, you should have guessed my five or ten favourite TV shows. Uh, okay. Glee. No, the News. Yeah, I love the News. News, news Hub, uh, Seven Sharp, okay. Project. Yeah. Is there <laughs> Show, uh, seven Days, first. Patriot Brains, yeah, your yeah. favourite news yeah. shows. Dies House Party. Dies House Party. Uh, do you think, hopefully we don't have to bring that back. Prime but... News first at 5.30. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 okay. Are any so, of them so singing operas? In, <laughs> singing in the Rain. Yeah. All right. So we watched the film Singing in the Rain. Uh, uh, the, uh, the best musical, right? No. Well, okay. What, what's your pick for the, for the best musical? Number one with a bullet, Chicago. Okay, here is where oh, I want. Off, no, that no, no. Best picture. It it did. Yeah, I this think, one I a think, Golden Globe. I think it should have gone to Brokeback Mountain. I mean, empirically, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, but no, not a Brokeback Mountain. What's I oh, crashed? Sorry, that's before my <laughs> Oh no, no. What cra- crash cra- did? Cra- crash did win. It was in, like the year before. Yeah, in fact, one of the greatest crimes in the world. Heaven's crash one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that film taught me more about race than any other film. <laughs> uh like. What the? What um one is um is that sort of ogres are like layers? <laughs> ogres are like layers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Princess Leia. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Princess Leia, famously racist. Yeah. Uh, but like, here is the thing, uh, and and Chicago comes into this uh, as well. Uh, singing in the rain is obviously cool, right? Do you think it's cool? Fun. I message my friends every mo- whenever they say good morning to me on Facebook Messenger. I message back the song "Good Morning" from Singing in the Rain, yeah. and not once has any of them gone cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> have many of them replied, oh, "Good." Though I, I like, have like, never uh, messaged me "Good morning." Don't it? No, no. Okay, that 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 is that is true because I don't wake up in the morning. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but like, oh, it, that's it, why it, I message Finn the song "Night Owls" <laughs> by Little River Band. That's why you call me up in the middle of the day and say. Then I'm fuming right now. Yes, every, yes for, for a long time every day at 1pm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we, is it two records we've had to start? We've certainly had to start one record because you have called yeah. and you're fuming. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, you were co- oh I'm so no, sorry. Well, I was mad. It, <laughs> it, 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 it was fine. No, I, okay. The point I am trying to get to uh, is the... But you like Singing in the Rain, right? Yeah, it's a great film. It's a great yeah, film. Yeah. You might recognise two of the numbers. You might recognise the song Singing in the Rain yeah. and the song Make Him Laugh from Glee, season two. What what songs? Uh, Make Him Laugh and Singing in the Rain. Yeah. I don't, I'm not aware of the song Singing in the Rain. The song is Singing in the Rain and yeah. it occurs in the film Singing no. well, in you the Rain. Be, well, that's, you might be confused because you might have known the song Singing in the Rain slash Umbrella, the mashup. <laughs> so what they're yeah, doing from, 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 from Yufa's favourite from Yufa's favourite youtube video yeah singing in the rain oh, yeah okay uh, uh sung uh, by matthew morrison and gwyneth paltrow <laughs> i personally it's one of the it's one of the glee fans favorite mashups i personally am not a fan of it yeah debbie reynolds mother of ryan reynolds 
<laughs> yeah. And when Ryan Reynolds died, it was tragic, but Debbie died a few days later. Yeah, uh, and I like it, it throughout his life, Ryan Reynolds' radical openness about his experience with mental illness actually really inspired me. And drug addiction. Uh, and I, I don't think Ryan Reynolds gets enough credit for his rewrites on Thelma and Louise. No, mm, absolutely. When he was like, and then Thelma should look at the camera and be like, eh, <laughs> I'm yeah. Deadpool. Although I, 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 uh, I think he gets exactly enough credit for, uh, uh, for, uh, for his visible cocaine fingernail in uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special. So in the this this visible cocaine now, does that mean one of your fingernails yeah, well, is clearly well, longer than the other? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's to scoop it up and it shove it up your sniffer. Fun fact, um, Glee um, did a uh, Star Wars holiday special um, reference. And yeah. and also one of the actors was on drugs as well. It yeah. ended, also ended tragically. Yeah. yeah. Great, great With, stuff. Yeah. Uh, we are, of course, talking about uh, Leah Michelle's appearance in New Year's Day. Um, 2011 or 2012. Have you seen that film? Um Yes, I have. I think. I, oh, have I seen it? I've seen one of them. No, I've seen Valentine's Day. So. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, the the love approximately's. Um, I'm very mad. I did not think of it when we did a whole episode on it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, I uh, uh, but like we we all like singing in the rain, right? Yes. Yeah, and it's a great film. We all think Xanadu was bad. Sort of. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like like yeah. no, this there are some incredible songs in Xanadu. But yeah, generally, I, it's a Xenodone. Well, yeah. I, oh, come on. <laughs> so I had to try. It had to be. So, it's right there. Come on, no, please. Don't, okay. Don't do that. I'm sorry. Oh, Ray's calling me, you fucking piece of shit. I offended an answer. I'm sorry. I was, I was, I'm, oh, right. You were hoping to interrupt another record. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fuming. I'm, okay. Singing in the Rain, it's a, it's a, it's a great film. N- nearly all of it works. I think maybe the only thing bad about it is maybe that. Um, Maybe is it like a song they sing about, like they advertise clothes or something? Yeah, beautiful yeah. girls. Yeah. yeah, like which is a song I think is supposed to be kind of bad mm. because like so much of that sequence of the film is like making fun of like the way people dressed in the twenties and the sort of songs that were in musicals in the twenties. But also the song, it sucks and it sucks. But it is also. Oh, I don't know. I like. I I I think that would be an incredible squ- swing by the writers. Because do you know how singing in the rain came about? They were singing in the rain. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. I presume at one point they were like, "Oh, it's raining and we're yeah. singing." Yeah. yeah. Stop. Think, yeah. Yeah. Donald, <laughs> o- Donald O'Connor and Gene Kelly. What's his name? Gene. Yeah. Gene, 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 Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly went up to the mother of Ryan Reynolds and said, "We got to do this musical." Man. Well, they, uh, the original plan for how to incorporate that song was the three of them sing it. Uh, uh, anyway, um, uh, the head. What's his name? Freed. Yeah. Head of the Freed unit. Uh, is it Arthur? Arthur Freed? Arthur Freed at MGM, who's the head of the big musicals oh, the unit, studio, the studio was, guy. was like, I have an incredible idea. There's this up-and-coming songwriter called Arthur Freed. <laughs> we should do a musical based on his back catalogue. Uh, and, and he got two writers on board who were like, oh, yeah, great. Uh, in our contracts, uh, it, it says we get to write all the lyrics. And the, uh, and actually, they showed them the contracts and says, uh, no, your agent just lied to you. Oh. Uh, and, and so that their job was to put together a musical with composed almost entirely of their boss's songs. Oh. They wrote... 
uh, what is it? The Moses Supposes song yeah. for it, and uh, Freed and Brown, who was the guy who did the music for Freed's words, uh, wrote Make Him Laugh for this, even though Cole Porter wrote it as Be a Clown even earlier. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, but so, so, Sounds like a jukebox musical. Yes. Yeah. Not like the television show Glee. Or Mamma Mia. Mm-mm, I don't really know it, but um, anyway, sorry, go back to what you were saying about Oh no, it's so, about Glee? It's about, you say something about Glee, sorry. <laughs> so, I just have no, like, I have seen maybe five minutes of Glee total. I have so little, I'm, my head is empty on Glee. Describe those five minutes to me. In, <laughs> in, 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 in like, in detail. In like, yeah, moment for moment detail. I reckon we could do that. It's going to take you five minutes to describe that five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, I'll need to well, load that up. Uh, this, let- this, there's a girl. Yeah. Yes. She, she's, she's from a small town. Go on. She's no. at a train station. She's waiting. Oh, no. For a midnight train. Ooh. No, then you're, you're confusing it with The Sopranos. Yeah, that's no. Fade to black. I've seen so much more Glee than I have for The Sopranos. Yeah. Well, the real, real indictment of me. Is Sopranos on your list of top ten? No, no, but I have seen The Sopranos. Uh, the, uh, the Wire is. Yep, the Wire. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, Wire's I mean, the best drama that's ever been made. Yeah, he's got two eyes. And I mean, have yeah. you seen Mr. Robot? Anyway. That's a 30 Rock um. There's a 30 Rock joke as well, yeah. Yeah. Do you like Phil Collins? Two ears and a half. Oh, yeah. No, that's deliberately what I am stealing. Yeah. Um, uh, and, I call, and I got you. I called you out. Don't you think you pull anything past all square eyes O'Leary? <laughs> you're, you're right. I'm the okay. first. Because you're watching so much television. <laughs> so much television. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I'm so horrified to be caught out as the first comedian and podcaster to do a bit that mm. is, in fact, a reference to another bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm happy to go to comedy prison for yeah. this. Um, uh, 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 my point, like, like how when Glee got subversive, as I assume it did, when it bit the hand that fed it. Oh, yeah. Because uh, 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 at one point it was essentially being run by three guys who would take an episode each in yep. turns. Well, you know, quite well. I'd, like, that's all like, like we are now... That tragically, that guy died. Yep. That's it. That's well, where. Oh, and what's his name is from it. Uh, um, he uh, came but, out very uh, Potter musical. Uh, Darren Chris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and that's because he usually comes up when I'm looking up what Chris Angel is up to. Uh, yeah, when you're trying to find out about what's happening with Chris Angel's. Uh, 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 breakfast, lunch, and pizza. <laughs> yeah, no, that that closed a while ago. Oh, that's uh, too bad. Uh, yeah, no, it closed oh. when the original live Mind Freak show closed, and he reopened the one with. Um, was it a pizza place to have pizza for breakfast? Well, it, it, it was. It was. It was. It was a Chris Angel branded restaurant. Yeah, called like Cal. Yeah, called Cap. Called Capel. Chris Angel's breakfast, lunch, and pizza, and it served at breakfast, lunch, and pizza. And uh, well, and it was in a casino because he he's entirely Vegas based, as you would guess, yeah. looking at his I don't know amount of eyeliner. Uh, uh, and so it was like almost all restaurants within casinos are just uh, uh, I want to say bouquets, boutique. buffets. No, where <laughs> it's you a just boutique get, restaurant. So I'm sure that it's it a boutique is, Chris Angel pizza restaurant. That it is like genuinely like French toast. What do people eat for lunch? Sandwiches and then pizza. Yeah. Uh, um, mm. 
on a, 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 and so like singing in the rain is such a nakedly commercial act is what I'm saying uh, um, uh, that it was a guy being like I would like to make some money off my own work and I will abuse my power to do it yeah uh, 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 Gene Kelly and Stanley Donan who, who directed it and had directed one previous film together and yeah Gene yeah. Kelly directed it yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, co-directed it. Yeah. yeah, this was uh, Gene Kelly's uh, second movie that, that, that he co-directed with Stanley Donnan and second directorial credit overall. Their first movie, which was called On the Town, mm. uh, which I watched last night, uh, which is uh, pretty good. And uh, their second was Cover Girl, right? Is this their third? No, no, no. The, the, this, this, this is their second. Uh, Cover Girl uh, was not a Donnan. Oh, no. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their first movie together, On the Town, was 1949, and then... In the like next two years, uh, Stanley Donnan uh, uh, directed another couple of movies, including Royal Wedding, the Fred mm. Astaire movie, which has the famous scene of uh, of Fred Astaire like dan- uh, dancing on the walls and the ceiling all in one oh, shot. Oh yeah. yes, they did that in Glee. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and then I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so in 1952, Stanley Donnan made his fourth movie. Gene Kelly made his second movie, which yeah. was Singing in the Rain. But but it was not really what that was all what 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 got them singing in the rain was uh, uh, an American in Paris, which they had, which Kelly starred in, and they had choreographed uh, together. Yeah, which was directed by Vicente Minnelli. Yeah, and they it was like let's make another film with these guys. Yeah, uh, and Debbie Reynolds has is, is coming up. This nineteen year old gymnast has has been a co star in a lot of films. Let's chuck them all together so that we can sell my music to the world. Was she nineteen? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know, right? Yeah, explains why she was old enough to have Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I, how old is Ryan? Re- he's like ninety, right? Yeah, he's about yeah. 90, yeah. The major thing that people keep forgetting with him is that Canadian years are different than regular years. Mm. Oh, I, I was going to go with uh, the reason Blake Lively is in fewer films these days. It's because she has to maintain the hideous portrait of him. Yeah, it's because he's sucking all of her youth out. <laughs> uh, isn't it like that? Isn't it because he is explicitly being like, "I cannot be married to someone who is in more films than me." I Probably. No, I have no anyway, idea. that seems like something he, someone who owns a gin and phone company would do. Yeah, he, my guess is he's just trying to find a way to like pickle himself in gin, I and mean, then he'll finally be happy. Uh, uh, so this is this film is a nakedly commercial proposition, basically designed to enrich a group of incredibly privileged, successful people, and in the process, uh, just really destroy Debbie Reynolds and Donald O'Connor's body and spirit yeah. and then just bring Rita Marino in and being like we are giving you fourth billing and you will be in three scenes and you get two lines yeah because she had songs that they cut and Zelda was supposed to be a much bigger part right anyway uh, and, uh, is the fact that Beautiful Girls is a so clear I think it's just really clearly bad yes right that is the one thing for me where every time I watch this movie which is like a lot every time I watch Singing in the Rain when it gets to the Beautiful Girls scene I'm like the song sucks. This guy has no charisma. The, the, the lyrics are just, like, upsetting. There was, like, one bit where, where he's singing about, like, how hot this girl is, and he's like, and you're only sweet 16. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Just, it, make, it makes you feel gross. When he gets to the spoken word segment where he's, like, just, like, describing all these weird costumes, that's kind of fun. Well, it turns uh, into a literal ad, though. Yeah. I think it's kind of deliberate that that bit is shit. And I think that it's deliberate that that bit is shit is because Kelly uh, uh, Donnan and the two writers whose name were Adolf Green and Betty Comden. Mm. I think that was kind of being like, uh, uh, fuck you, Freed. 
if you want us to just make a fucking ad about your dumb songs, here it is. Because it's also, that is the straightest bit of musical in this. Sure. Yeah. Right? Like, that is the most, uh, like, Busby Berkeley when, like... Donnan and, and Kelly together were already, it was like cine dance is what they did, was dance that isn't just filming people on stage, it's doing things within camera. Even starting in On the Town, their, 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 their like first movie that, their, that either of them directed, they were already like making sure to like use dance expressively, mm. build and design sets that like worked with the dance and to like, like shoot all the dances in like interesting ways. Mm. What they're doing in like the late 40s and early 50s is like what Bob Fosse would expand and elaborate on in, yeah. in the like late 60s and early 70s. Yeah. Look, I don't care what you guys were saying off mic. I think Gene Kelly is really talented. I think he's one of the, the, one, the great song and dance men. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't don't try to turn around now. For, <laughs> I, I, I think... Yeah, no. Uh, in my personal life, I'm a famous Gene Kelly hater. Yes, that's right. You should hear some of the things he says. Gene, if you're listening, um, you write yeah. in. I've got your back. I, um, I, I, I want to be clear. When I am saying I don't like Gene Kelly's work, Work. I'm specifically saying about how he probably seduced multiple students at his dance academy for for children aged like seven to sixteen, uh, including one of whom who would go on to be Stanley Donnan, his co-director and collaborator's uh, wife, probably while they uh, were married and while making this film, and then spend the rest of his career uh, implying that Stanley Donnan didn't do any work. I think on screen he's great. Jesus. Like. Look at the results we got. Yeah. Well, because when Finn says he doesn't like Gene Kelly, what he means is I think Crash should have won Best Picture at the Oscars. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, like, that is, like, the. can I tell you, Ray, the real struggle of this podcast is the amount that off-mic Finn says uh, uh, that Crash 2004 yeah. is, the, is the single yes. best piece of yes. cinema. And don't even get him started on Kokomo by the Beach Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how how dare you? Now, yeah. Now the thing. How that, dare you bring up my favorite song? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Aruba, Jamaica. All we want to take you. Yeah. Now the thing I always think about Renaissance man. I don't know. I feel like it's a th- phrase maybe that maybe gets banded about to describe Stephen Fry back in the day. Yeah. But I just feel like there's something. I don't know. There's something about there's some people you know like back in the day. Yeah. They're just all rounders. They're perfect. Yes, Gene Kelly, he can do it all. He can sing. Yeah, dance, yeah. He, he can, can sing. Act. He can dance. He can direct. Yeah, he's, he, 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 can, he, he can act. He can act. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah. He has uh, one of the uh, just greatest smiles in uh, in, in movies. Yeah. yeah. He can no. sing in the rain, he can sing dry. It's great. Yeah. He and he's got I mean, I just I don't know, this time watching I just got really transfixed by his hair and how perfect his hair yeah, is. No, his his hair is incredible in this. And and, and on top of There's that just like real clean parts. And being able to tap dance is the thing I really struggle with. Because it, it, it's, it's, it's the coolest thing. The uh, women were doing it in high heels. They were dubbing in taps. Debbie Reynolds is dubbed a lot in this, but a lot of the one thing that's consistently dubbed is the tapping of her shoes. Is that because because they sounded bad or because it's hard to record? Uh, because Gene Kelly was a perfectionist and, and I think it was like she was slightly out of time right, or, so, yeah. or, or something like that. Like, yeah, uh, uh, of the many stories about this film, one is like when they're doing Coming Down the Stairs and Good Morning, Good Morning, uh, they did it so many times her shoes were full of blood and they <laughs> they still redid her taps. So she was kind of tapping so hard for nothing, you know? Mm, uh, and just to get them all out of the way, uh, one day he yelled at her so hard she uh, hid under a table and Fred Astaire had to convince 
influence her not to quit the film in the industry entirely because he was filming next door right, and yeah. uh, make him laugh. I think make him laugh is empirically the best part of this film and maybe the best part of almost any film ever. I mean, it is so hard for me to like pick one. Yeah, obviously, make him laugh is incredible and like and and like the the the. The, the like supporting work that Donald O'Connor does in this movie is, I think, very underrated. I, I oh, met, yeah. He is the only person who got recognised for this film at the time. He won the okay. Golden Globe for best actor in a comedy. Right, I, I but, think, but, but like, like I, I think like these days, people. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like people talk about like Debbie Reynolds. They talk about Gene Kelly. But like, yeah, like that, that's one of the funniest things anyone's ever done on film is, is make him laugh. Make him and laugh. like every punchline he has in, in this movie, he fucking sells. And well, like, and he has all the like yeah. the reason this film is so funny is because Donald O'Connor is in it. Yes, yes. well, um, like him, 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 and him and Gene Hagen. Yeah, and I think oh right, yes, as Lena Lamont, make, make him laugh is incredible. It's it's very very funny. I think it's like some of the it's possibly the greatest example of comic acting ever mm. i think like i watch him doing the thing with his, mer- mer- yeah, his yeah. face i just think like jim carrey eat your heart out like he's <laughs> donald o'connor is like the platonic ideal of what jim carrey's striving for yeah and, and, um, and, and like the competition is is uh, is harold lloyd buster keaton uh, charlie chaplin yeah. uh sasha baron uh, cohen uh, david uh, thewlis uh, ryan gosling of a nice guy philip seymour hoffman in mission impossible 3 uh-huh. uh, uh i mean who do you credit as an actor for to play paddington because it's uh, there's so many collaborators on that but i and i think the other thing i really like about make him laugh is sort of uh, how sort of the how cruelly it thinks of comedy like it really thinks of comedy as like quite love like just slipping on banana peels and getting custard pies in your face and having no critical value whatsoever which i quite enjoy does that reflect uh, your views on comedy absolutely yeah Yeah. absolutely when you get up on stage like to like do jokes that you've uh, like worked hard to like write and and and, like rewrite and perfect you're just like I'm a fucking idiot up here, just doing I, nonsense. I, I kind of have the opposite view, where I'm like, stand-up comedy is the only um, art form which you can empirically track how um, well, how good you are at the art form. So it might be the only good art um, that can possibly exist. Uh, uh, food. Um, no, you can't measure how you can't measure laughs per minute for food. Sorry. Yeah, okay, oh, I've, so, I've eaten some pretty funny food. So, wait, so is are you saying that laughs per minute is the objective? Yeah, is absolutely. whether art is good? Yeah, it's yeah. the only way. Sorry. Oh, okay, no, that's. I, do we count like because Weird Al? I laugh a lot as, and that's technically music. Yeah, I think Weird Al is amazing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but that so is that not i mean weird al is not all music just to update the audience we just had our regular moment where finn picks up the box cutter that i have yeah. in my stationary bit I mean, in the it, table every week he does it look okay so in okay so in xanadu yeah. we're going to talk about next yeah uh, there, there are some characters from greek mythology yeah and every week i'm sitting next to this box cutter and i and i <laughs> I, I like Odysseus. I'm hearing the siren song, <laughs> yeah. and I need to be strapped to the mast so I don't just. <laughs> oh right, right. Okay, I thought you were going to talk about like having to stab a muse or something. No, but like, yeah. I, I uh, the thing I love about Make Him Laugh is that yeah, it's about how comedy is dumb and silly, but like the world sucks, so we should do it. Like, like the reason to do it is because it's fun. Like, yeah, uh, uh, and that like laughing is the only yeah is say is the only real reaction you can have and but like sorry the the i got into that to be like the other horrific fact is of course the like that floor uh was concrete uh D- oh. donald o'connor did the the first 
did the first take of it over two days. There are six cuts in that sequence, and they are all not so he can like get ready to do one stunt. Like when he's running yeah. up those walls, yeah. he runs up four walls and then jumps through that one. It's insane. Landing on a concrete floor, and then the next day he came in and was like, "Man, I'm covered in bruises, but at least we got it." And Gene Kelly is oh, like. Yeah, I feel like- uh, 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 we uh, didn't record sound. No, uh, yeah. the the they they set the wrong aperture on the camera. Oh, right, the yeah. footage was lost. Jesus. What? Oh no! So that he had to do it again, and then he was he was like in hospital for a week. Oh, um, yeah, no, but that is like that is that together. That all sounds like I am saying that Donnan and Kelly were were psychopaths. Uh, the industry was also just fucking horrible at yeah. the time, right? Another thing I thought about this movie is that um, she had a silly voice. Yeah, that's also le- real le- good, le- right? Le- le- Linda Lamont. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So le- le- if you've not seen Singing in the Rain, pause this podcast and go see it. But to give you a precy of the plot, uh, it's 1927. Uh, silent movies are all the rage back yeah. home. World War II is about to break out. <laughs> yeah. I mean... On a historical in, scale, in, yeah, in 12 yeah. Years, yeah. They're in the uneasy piece. Yeah, they're, they're sowing the seeds with the roaring 20s. It, uh, this film starts with a big backstory of, of Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor's characters, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but does not mention what they did in the war. It's a notable absence in the in the First World War. Anyway, this film is kind of weird about uh, like time and how old these characters are. Yeah. In the like, flashbacks of the beginning, you see Don Lockwood, which is Gene Kelly's character, yeah. and Cosmo Brown, which is Donald O'Connor's character. You see footage of them as like 10-year-olds sneaking into a movie and before that you see them dancing as very young kids and you made the incredible observation that they look like the little kids from um, Mary Poppins and Michael I, Banks yeah, yeah. you when, see them we, sneaking into the movies yeah. and the movie they're yeah. sneaking into is Looney Tunes back in action <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so you, 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 like, you like see them sneaking into a, into a movie when they're like 10 years old and like it looks like a narrative feature so yeah. that, that, that's got to be from like like 1915 or later yeah and so they've got to be like in their like late 20s or early 30s in this movie uh then i i could buy that cosmo donald o'connor's character is gene kelly is yeah not. But, yeah but like yeah. I, I think that's how old they're supposed to be yeah yeah no no, no I, yeah. I, i'm but I, uh, uh they uh, it, it it's the height of the silent era nothing can ever go wrong they yeah. th- at this big party don lockwood and Lena lamont are the two biggest stars of a silver screen uh, uh, uh and the studio head shows uh, uh this guy doing a sound test and was like that'll never take off they're making this film called the jazz singer no one's gonna go see no that. one's gonna go yeah. see it and like and like th- this this is a great tradition of movies yeah, uh, set him a present about uh, made him a present about the past. Yeah, where you uh, make people in the past say dumb things, and that's yeah. a joke. Like how when uh, getting on the Titanic, Kate Winslet is like, "God, I'm so glad that Billy Zane is not going to be on this boat." Yeah, mm-hmm. or, or or like in Holmes and Watson, where at the end they're on the Titanic and uh, Billy Zane shows up, and they're like, "Hey, it's Billy Zane." Yeah, from Titanic. What's your favorite Billy Zane film? Um, Twin Peaks season two. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, a good season of television. Is it where is Twin Peaks is on your list top ten? Right? Um, no, no, I'm. I couldn't get through season three. I'm sorry. The... Okay. So, uh, uh, no, I just don't know how. I just like. I'm just aware that all of my responses to that are garbled nonsense. I like the first two seasons. Oh yeah, Fire Walk with me. You hear me? 
yeah 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 oh no i just like the the, i'm not i'm not being like i'm furious at you it is just that all my defenses of that season yes it's just you his opinion that's one of the great pieces of art (laughs) oh no but it's also like in sense where like where i have to be like no but that's the like (laughs) first let us think what is reality what are our ideas you know but uh in in, any uh anyway uh uh, did did you you get to the episode with with the nuclear bomb going off no no i hear that's good though yeah it's great yeah just watch number eight no 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 it's the length of like one and a half episodes of glee Oh come on! I could be watching one and a half episodes of Glee. Uh, <laughs> uh, get you! You have you've got a TV. Uh, no, no, yeah, uh, no, not not. Okay, really. do you have a, like a laptop? Yeah, I guess. you've got a laptop and a phone. Yep, you can do both at the same time. Yes, that's true. Double digit. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I've been reading. Is it now they start off as a duo act? Um, was what are they? Sterling K Brown and what's the first Donald Faison? Yeah, Don Lockwood and Cosmo Brown. Yeah, yeah. stars of Scrubs. Yeah, um, yes, yeah, so star of Scrubs. <laughs> Sterling K Brown. Yeah, they start. We see them do a fiddling number. Who's Sterling K Brown. Uh, he uh, uh, he is an actor who is dead now. Oh no! Did he die? Yeah. Oh, so um, I'm I'm thinking Michael K. Williams. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, Michael K. Williams from the Wire. Sterling K. Brown is, is also the, an actor. He's not the one who voiced Mister Krabs, is he? No, that, that that's Clancy Brown. Oh. Um, right, right. Yeah, is yeah. SpongeBob on your list? Of no, okay. no, but it's a good show. The, that, the, that, that, that's Sterling K. Brown. Oh, heavy read of Sterling K. Brown. Now, um, no, it was just interesting that they start off as a duo act, and um, Gene Kelly. I was just I've just I read a piece in the Guardian about this recently so it's mm-hmm. on my mind that Gene Kelly his career takes off hugely mm. while um Donald Glover has to like just sit there and play the piano yeah. and um he doesn't mind at all yeah um, and it's it doesn't sour the relationship they're still very good friends which is um interesting cuz they, they it seems like comedy duos in real life um are tanked by one person having way more success than the other uh, uh oh. Uh, like who like um, i mean richard herring has never really gotten over stuart lee's success that's true yeah that's that's one of them yeah, yeah. Uh, so don and leader his his co-star yeah uh they're, they're they're a big screen team they're a real uh patterson and stewart yeah and they are like ben affleck and anna diamas in a fake pr relationship yeah or rob patterson and Kristen Stewart. No, that, 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 that was a that was a real PR relationship, not a fake PR relationship. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm just getting a call from uh, uh, from uh, TV's Ray O'Leary. Okay. Hey Ray, what's going on? Finn, I am fuming. <laughs> yeah, about singing in the rain. I would say, hold on, there's, there's two guys in front of me. <laughs> Shut up about movies. <laughs> talking nonstop about movies. Yeah, no, I personally hate it when that happens. Yeah. Uh, so what what uh, what I find is the like best way to deal with that sort of situation is uh, just to fucking shut down. Do not do not engage. Do, mm-hmm. do not do not give them an inch. Uh huh. Uh huh. And uh, so uh, see how it works. There, coming back in a few minutes. Okay. All right. Um, Michael K. Brown's dead. Michael K. Brown's dead. No, Michael K. Williams. Okay, guys, I've just been emailing with Gene Kelly's ghost. <laughs> oh, no. uh, uh, he's very mad about the things I said. Anyway, they're not really together. They're working on a new film set in oldie French times before uh, the proletariat yep. got all uh, guillotine The Royal Rascal. Yeah, and, and 
but the jazz singer, oh, the exec, the the head of the studio comes in and, and says the the jazz singer has a problem, and I'm like, cool, great, let's unpack the race <laughs> issues in the jazz singer. The first sync sound film was was a minstrel film. It let's was. work through it. Anyway, no, but it's like it's a success. We're going to turn this into a sound film, but there is a problem, which is that Lena has a hilarious voice. Yes, she does. Uh, uh, the second funniest element of this film after Donald O'Connor's body. <laughs> Uh, how would you describe this voice, Ray? Um, oh, like most women, shrill. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hard to listen to. Certainly wouldn't take any opinion of it seriously. Uh, I mean, that is a lot of how the, this film is real. Yeah. Because she ends up the villain. She right? is the yeah. villain. Yeah, yeah, she's the villain. Yeah, she um, tries to um, spite Ryan Reynolds' mum the whole time. She's, yeah. Um, she's yeah, out to get her. Cause, uh, um, just because Jim Kelly um, loves... Loves her more than um than the shrewd, yeah. Because she like she is like obsessively attached to Jean Kelly. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. She's bought into the PR hype around their relationship, yeah, and sort of doesn't believe that anyone could not be in love with her. Yeah, it's unclear because the film makes it the film. It's like Jean Kelly is aware that it's a fake PR relationship. Yeah, but she's clearly genuinely into him and it's unclear if she knows that their relationship is fake or not well like she, she like or does she just want it to be real i don't know i think like she she, she is very invested in her star persona mm. and and she wants to like basically do anything to to like further her career and so in the series of flashbacks as we see uh, don lockwood kind of like rising through the ranks in hollywood there's that one scene of him as, as a stuntman, and he's just been blown up, and he goes over to talk to oh, her, and she yes. won't give him the time of day. Yes. And then the head of the studio comes over, and it's like, hey, Don, this is the, this is, this is a producer. He's going to put you in a movie. And, I mean, Lena is suddenly, like, all over him. Yeah. That, uh, that scene, which is very early on, establishes the pace that the plot of this film moves, which is a glacially until two executives come in and, like, okay, kids, here's what we're going to do. You're going to be a star. You're going to be okay. Let's get married we're making it sound get out of here yeah. it's like it all happens and like boom and, and so they can go and be like well i gotta learn elocution let's uh har- harass a <laughs> elocution teacher yeah. okay so this brings us back to uh, to the first of your episode where we also covered a movie uh, involving someone harassing an elocution teacher uh the pink panther oh that is true have you seen steve martin's the pink panther no but i have seen steve martin talk about um singing in the rain Oh, what did he say? Um, he, he said um, he said he was it was this is see it's a very funny video so I'm going to recount it poorly because it's something Fantastic. I saw years ago once um, and see Steve Martin talking in an award show about how um, Gene Kelly um, was telling him this idea about how he wanted like yeah he wanted to like oh yeah he was talking about. He's like, yeah. Well, how about you do that? But how about you like dance out on the street? And why don't you make it pouring down with rain? And then you go and um, and like, why don't you grab that pole and, and you know and and and, and swing and swing around it? And you know, we'll call it um, what's what's that what's that movie? The the time of our lives? Or anyway, the joke is he does not the singing in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Steve Martin. Have you guys seen Minion memes? Minion memes. Yeah, there's just something else I've seen on the internet I could describe <laughs> oh. to you. Oh yeah, okay. So, what? Well, first off, you know, has, has your mum sent you any of those recently? Um, no, she's not really big on minion memes. She does find um, Sean the sheep hilarious though. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, two eyes and a heart. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. She hasn't. I mean, she hasn't seen an episode of Sean the Sheep. I think she just finds the name. She, she, she just loves the movies. The I movies are legitimately good. I haven't seen the movies. Um, I don't watch movies. I don't care for them. But um, <laughs> but um, it's for, it's, uh, for, it's for bastards art form. But yeah, I agree. It's, it's uh, inferior. It's like it's stand up comedy with extra steps. But um. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Dan's like the opposite. Uh, you know David Mitchell? Not that one. Not that one. Uh, that one. The the comedian. Uh, uh, That's the one I think of first. Maybe. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. It, it's mainly a joke about how there are two other Davids Mitchell. One of them's an author, right? Yeah. Which I am aware of because I think I saw a book in this house with yeah. written by David Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah, and there's also David Robert Mitchell, the guy who directed It Follows yeah. and Under the Silver Lake. And there's Robert Louis Stevenson. Yep. Yeah. And there's Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. Bringing it back to comedy. And there's King Louis the Sixteenth, mm. who ruled France like in the film they are making in Singing in the Rain. Here we go. Um, that's all I got. Uh, I don't. I don't know where to go. Uh, it, it, it. This. Because what? Who plays Alina? What's her name? Uh, Jean Hagen. Because up till this point, she had been like she was a swan. Like she was in films to be a beautiful ice queen, right? Yeah. And, and so getting her to do uh, this just ridiculous quackery of a voice, this so like it's, it, so it's a fake voice. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I barely mean, like, consistent from one word yeah, to and the like, next. This, this this whole movie is about how someone with a voice like that couldn't be in movies. I, well, it's an impre- like. It's an impression of someone, yeah. I believe. Yeah, Trisha. Uh, I mean, yeah. That, well, we've talked about how this film is unstuck and is timeless, but yes. in a, in a way that, in a way that Xanadu only could hope to be. I I mean, yeah. Xanadu's problem it is that it's too time full, really, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, in in a oh man, it's heartbreaking how far from good that film is. I really wanted to like Xanadu. I mean, an open-minded, yeah. I was like, well, what? I'm going to watch Xanadu. I'm going to be into it. Um, and just right off the bat, I was like, oh, no, this is really bad. This is so stupid. This is so dumb. When the painting comes, they're, they're like all these women in a painting, they come alive, yeah. and then they... And, and, then, and then there's a five-minute-long song where they just say, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. Yeah, yeah. they flash up in Technicolor, they're in um, like the Touchstone Pictures yeah. um, the, um, yeah. production logo. And then, like, Olivia Newton-John, like, teleports in front of the worst actor in the world, <laughs> gives him a smooch on the lips, and then teleports away, and he spends the rest of the movie trying to find her. Hey, be fair. I don't think what he does in this film could technically be termed acting. No, yeah. It is, I believe, ex- uh, uh, speaking. We will get to Michael Beck's insane <laughs> performance after we talk about a good movie, Singing in the Rain. Oh, but, like, uh, this show is about juxtaposition, right? You say, you say it every week. And I think... I mean, w- I mean, yes, there is a real juxtaposition between the leads of these films oh. and, like, what it means to be in a musical. Oh, are you talking about Gene Kelly? Yeah. He's and great. Who's just one of the most charismatic and handsome people ever put on film. I like Olivia Newton-John. This is my Michael Beck impression. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he, like, Gene Kelly is, like, I want to say intensity, but that that makes me sound like that racist character from uh, Lost in Translation. But... uh, I haven't seen it. it, Like... It's good. Like, if if you just look at Scarlett Johansson and Bill Murray... It's an excellent film. It's an ex... Oh, and... Anna Faris? Yes. Uh, right. Anna from, Faris is in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From the from, House Bunny. From, yep, from the House Bunny. I haven't seen from, it. From uh, <laughs> Mom. I haven't seen it. You, uh, uh, you know... Mom's a TV show. Yeah, from uh, formerly being J- married to uh, uh, Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah, and Alison yeah. Janney is in Mom. Yeah. I think, oh. think Alison Janney's great. I was, for a moment there, I was like, oh, oh, Anna Faris and, Ella, uh, uh, and Alison Janney. Oh, that's good marriage, I think. Yeah. Um, I, Tonya, great film. Yeah, good it's, film. It's all just for PR. <laughs> Yeah, Alison Jenny and Ella, and Anna Faris. Oh, yeah, yeah, for people whose names begin with A and other. Well, no, it, it was all just to promote. It was all just to promote Mom to like a very specific section of the internet. Yes, and the one of Aaron Carter. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, that Chuck Lorre, right? That's a Chuck yeah, Lorre yeah. joint. He's yeah. always pursuing the woke market. His, his, his goal is Twitter. Um, and, and he's like, no, I really just want to set up people to be in films like Annette. Um, uh, but like... Gene Kelly holds this intensity, right? This tension where you always, oh, when he is doing nothing, you want to look at him. Yes, uh, 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 and that, which is true of all three of the leads of Singing in the Rain, and like Olivia Newton-John kind of has that when she's singing because she's sure, yeah. she's great at singing, and we have seen in other films that she has screen presence. Yeah, but th- this. Who? What's his name again? Uh, Michael Beck, who, who is like most famous for being the lead of the Warriors. Yeah, I looked him up. He's not not really been in much apart yeah. from these two films. Well, and like his, your eyes slide off him, right? He's, I thought of anything you're drawn to him because you're like, whoa, holy moly! It's I, so like flat. Like, yes, oh, it's, yeah, he 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 is like he is clearly the lead of this, but he is also third build below Olivia Newton-John and Gene Kelly, and you're like, yeah, yeah understandable. Yeah, I feel like I can't really criticise someone for lacking intonation. Oh, the other thing about Michael Beck is he was the star of uh, Battle Truck, the New Zealand uh, Mad Max ripoff, which Scott Blanks from a classic did the original advertising campaign for. Yeah, and yeah. that's why we remember it so well. Yeah. Um, it was produ- produced by Wingnut Films back oh, in 82. Is that Peter Jackson's? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, it, like the juxtaposition between these films, I think, goes beyond the cast, but I think it is most striking in the cast. Yeah. Because, like, obviously you have Gene Kelly at two different heights of power, but, like, in, in Xanadu, he's just there to kind of be on roller skates, have one kind of melancholy bit, and well, he, then he, 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 he is there to convince you it's a real movie. Yeah. That, well, that, 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 that is Gene Kelly's job. Yeah, if you told me I dreamed it, I'd believe you. <laughs> but, like, that that's the crux of the problem with Xanadu, is the Xanadu... The pitch of Xanadu originally was that it was a cheap roller skate film musical. Yeah. And then they got Olivia Newton-John, ELO, and uh, Gene Kelly on board. And and they just had to be like, I guess this is big now. Yeah. And like, I think Xanadu, if it was made for no money with nobodies, would be kind of charming. Well, yeah, because like Xanadu Mm. is like a couple years after the after the Apple, right? Yeah. What's the Apple? Oh, yeah. Is it a film? Yes. That's all you guys talk about? So, The Apple is a musical from 1980. I mean, on a film podcast, mainly. You guys talk about film all the time. Okay, so this is a uh, uh, musical? Yeah, it's a musical from 1980. It's one of Stephen Lyon's favorite films. Uh, It is... uh, Is it uh, good? No, no, no! no it, it 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 is it is a uh, like insanely terrible, ridiculous like kind of rock opera musical. Is it about Adam and Eve? Uh, sort of, yeah. Oh, so I figured I got the Apple. So it it, 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 it is it is one of the like subgenre of of movies where uh, 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 where someone signs a music contract and that music contract is a literal deal with the devil. Uh, oh no! Yeah, and uh, yeah, so it's it's like a weird metaphor about Christianity. And it's a terrible musical with like ridiculous songs, but but like it is super like it's like like weirdly kind of like straddling high budget and low budget, and just like cast of nobodies, and the songs don't make any sense, but they're like but everyone's kind of going for it, and like that movie is super fun, kind of the whole way through, even the parts that like don't make any sense, mm-hmm. where it's like trying to be about fascism, but also it still has to be about uh, pop music, and so like. 
uh, like police officer stops someone on the street, like on the street, and say, "Hey, you're not wearing the sticker you're supposed to wear, but says that you like this band." And and like stuff, and that's supposed to be like really bad and stuff. You know, I've and I, also Professor Sprout is in it. Oh, Mary Miriam Margulies. Mary Miriam Margulies, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I um see that reminds me of um current day in New Zealand where you can't get anywhere using a vaccine pass. God, how divided we've become. You know, <laughs> what do we all think about the bloody PC police and the woke left? I do. I, the, the my my favourite news headline recently was of course uh, Kiwi refused gelato for using <laughs> Australian vaccine. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he couldn't get into Cafe Ice, I believe. Jeez. Well, enough about youth's fascist opinions. I want to say that ELO, Electrolyte Orchestra, I think yeah. is one of the one of it's one of the best bands. I think. Yeah. Oh, I had to make a top ten list of bands. Uh, um, I like the song uh, Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah, yeah. it's a banger. It's, yeah. it's, it's from Doctor Who. Is it? No, it's not. Yeah, it's used on an episode of Doctor Who. I no. never covered a do- ELO song in Glee. But mm-hmm. oh, despite- that seems like a noticeable absence. Yes, yeah. I know. But despite that, I still think they're a very good band. Uh, <laughs> are, are the other nine bands on your list all is it all like people who got a whole episodes of Glee? So Lady yeah. Gaga, Lady- Madonna, Michael, the Beatles, Michael Jackson, the Beatles, the Beatles yeah. twice, yeah, the Beatles twice, yeah. the two parter, Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, uh, Madonna, um, uh, Britney Spears, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Britney Spears twice. Um, mm-hmm. um, um, the um, West Side Story, <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. They do a Rocky Horror. Uh, the, the album Rumors. Do no. they just do the album Rumors? Yeah. Oh well, also, more importantly, they do West Side Story at one point, and the like entire production of that episode, Ryan Murphy must have just been so happy that he remembered to cast just like one Latina person in in, in just uh, in Glee at all. Yeah. So there, so there was you wouldn't bit... know it looking at Jane Lynch, but. <laughs> Uh, um, the one cast member whose name I can remember. Yeah. Anyway, right now as many cast members as, as no. Kevin <laughs> this Michelle, is already uh, 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 Kevin McHale, Chris Colfer, Hannah. What's uh, her face? What? Who? Hannah? Uh, Mark Saley. No, uh, uh, they're like dumb cheerleaders, and she played by someone called Hannah. Heather Morris. Oh, Heather Morris. Right. Oh, yeah. Heather Morrison. Heather Morris. Heather um, Naya Rivera. Um, Jane Lynch. Uh, Mike Malloy. Is it is how you say his name? Mike. Mike, who's the one from? He's from Yesteryear, or um, no, nope, um, no idea. My, uh, Matthew Morrison, I've said him. Um, mm. Iqbal Theba, uh, Ashley Fink. Uh, who, who, who's the who's the Irish one? Oh, Damien McGinty. Damien. <laughs> Are you not a fan? Samuel Arzen. No, he's the character's terrible. The character shows up all of a sudden. His only defining trait is he's Irish, and maybe his second to secondary character trait is that he's um sexual pervert. <laughs> Um, like is, is the, that, uh, so to me that's what like those are innate to each other yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's only really one trait it's a truly authentic depiction of the Irish I, <laughs> we, well he hasn't had peanut butter they're like oh my god and, and, have, and so he, 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 he <laughs> like you're Irish they, you're he, like he, Irish and one of the reasons one of the things that they don't have in Ireland is peanut butter and it's this yeah and, and so he, he he's one who's on the show because he won the Glee project right yeah and it shows it yeah. shows that they had to write a character for him and they're like oh you're mm-hmm. Irish so we're going to shape this whole your whole identity be around being Irish. Yeah, and, and, and the, the like first thing he does is uh, uh, tries to trick a woman into having sex with him by by convincing her that he's a leprechaun. How much of the show have you seen? No, I've like I, I've talked I've talked to Ben a lot about this particular episode. Yeah, it's um yeah he keeps talking about how like if I grant she think this this woman who's quite stupid, um the the stupid cheerleader yeah. Brittany she believes that he's a leprechaun and that if he grants to quote him if he grants three of her wishes um she'll let him have her lucky charms. 
Uh, okay. So it's truly uh, foul. Also, he gets, <laughs> he gets pushed into the locker just out of nowhere all the time, and people bully him for being Irish. Which feels It feels like a very like throwback to a very old form of racism. And, yeah. Um, and then he gets yeah. up and he sings um, "Being Green" from um, from like the Muppet Show. Is and is it's very funny at ADC being green. Is there a puppet? Not puppet. Potato a- famine joke. Um, I don't think so. There's okay, probably a, a league, a league above. I right. from everything else you've told me about this show, uh, uh, it, oh. it contains a source style trap. Yeah. Um, I mean, everything does these days. Yeah. Technically, podcasts are a source source style trap for our minds. Oh. I thought an electrolyte orchestra musical would be good, and you know what? I think all the songs, I, I like them for the most part, except for maybe Olivia Newton-John's solo towards the end. I thought that dragged. It was very boring. The but, Xanadu at the end. No, no, Xanadu was great. The yeah. one where she sings, when, when they leave the space. one where she like, dresses as a cowboy? No, no. Oh, but that wasn't great. No. But um, when, they, when he goes through the painting, and he leaves, oh, yeah, he leaves yeah. space and time, oh, and he's yeah. talking to Zeus and Hero, I don't know, or Helen Mirren or whoever. Yeah. I don't know I don't know my Greek um, mythology or Roman. Yeah, no, he was talking to Dr. Zeus and Helen Mirren. Yeah. And I... And I and Again, a, as he's talking to Zane... A, a better musical, Stop the Planet of the Episode, I want to get off. He's talking to Zane from One Direction, <laughs> and Hero Nakamura from Season 1 of Heroes. And, um, but no later seasons... No later season. You were like, I'm not having Hero when he was stuck in the past? Yeah. Uh, yeah, another show that had a, you know, a really uh, well done first season and then really fell off. Um, I half agree with you. No. It did really fall off. He was talking to Billy Zane and Hayden Panettiere from the Heroes. Yes, and she yeah. said a team number 54. Um, <laughs> but um, and it's like she has this terrible number outside of space and time because she wants to reveal yeah. that actually she is in love with it. Oh, God. So she's like a secret muse or something? Yeah. yeah the mythology the... that's been sent to Earth to get him to open up a rose. Well, okay, yes. So, yeah, so like like the, the plot just came to be <laughs> yeah. absurd. Yeah, okay. So the plot of Xanadu is... Uh, uh, the Greek pantheon of gods is real. Yeah, and uh, no, no, no. But, it's but not. Is less than you think. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the, the plot of Xanadu is that there is uh, uh, the struggling artist who uh, um, uh, it becomes enchanted by a woman and, and finds her, and she leads him to to Gene Kelly, who uh, is playing the clarinet on the beach and yep. uh, used to be a showman. Uh, and so we get a beautiful nostalgic number about him thinking back. Uh, on you know the era he made as uh, singing in the rain where he he dance he dances with like the ghost of Olivia Newton John yeah uh, uh, and it is it's very bittersweet uh, yeah I got the impression that he knew her somehow and like, yeah oh, well it's a clue to the fact that she is an immortal muse from the dawn of time yes uh, uh, and together they plan to open a club and then Olivia Newton John is like buds I'm actually a muse. I got to go back into a painting yeah. before I can inspire Smoochie someone butchers. else, <laughs> yeah. and so I cannot. I have, uh, but That's sorry, so dumb. I just think as soon yeah. as she was magic at the start, like she teleports yeah. and kisses him and teleports and leaves, and it just immediately I was just like, oh, I've lost interest. Well, this it, is so bad. It's it, like, this film is a real slant remake of what is it called? Romeo and Juliet. I mean, My Fair Lady, King Lear. <laughs> Um, I mean, Leah is the one. Okay, Leah is the one I want to hear you argue for. 
King, um, I've seen the King Lear is the only one I know. Um, and I think from when um, Olivia Newton John goes inside the paintings, it's kind of like she loses sight yeah, it is, of what's it's, important it's, to her, it's, like it's, King Lear did. It's like in King Lear when Mario jumps inside the paintings. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. In King Lear 64. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it, like in King Lear with these an extended Don Bluth animation sequence. <laughs> That's bad. That's bad. Oh, I think there's something wrong with musicals where the characters aren't singing the music and instead it's being played over them by a band. I think, like, I yeah. Think, I think, you need I think, like, a- I, 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 I think that that is a choice you can make, but, yeah, I, 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 I much prefer to musicals when the music is, like, is, like, diegetic. Mm. Uh, I think... Well, like, uh, Xanadu's problem is that it is trying... It switches... Well, yeah, it's trying to combine aesthetics. Yes. It, it wants to be a tribute to to the glamour of uh, uh, of the time they made Singing in the Rain, while also kind of misunderstanding that Singing in the Rain is also set thirty years earlier, but also be very modern and hip. And what it does is keep attempting to just take images from those two things and then combining them. People in zoot suits and people in neon colours. Yeah. Uh, And it doesn't work because we have nostalgia for one and the other is so, like, it, like... It just jars. It does not find a way for them. When it finds a way for them to play together, because I think two bits of this film work. One is Gene Kelly dancing with... Olivia Newton-John's ghost, and one is Olivia Newton-John singing uh, Xanadu at the end. Yeah. And, and both of, and Xanadu at the end is finally them working out how to combine the aesthetics, which is to shoot an 80s song like it's a 50s musical number. Yeah, and, and, and like, the, 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 there, there, there is one point where, like, where, where the, the like text of a film is like we are combining the aesthetics, which is when uh, Sonny, which is Michael Beck's character, and Danny, which is Gene Kelly's character, are in the abandoned warehouse that, that they're going to turn into their nightclub Xanadu, and and each of them are, are imagining what they want it to be like. Danny says, "Yeah, you know, over, over in that corner, we're going to have a we're going to have a bandstand. We're going to have a big band. Everyone's going to be dressed in tuxedos. We're going to be playing trombones and shit." And then. And then Sonny's like, nah, no one cares about about bandstands and jazz anymore. Over, over in this corner, we're going to have a band playing the most generic rock you've ever heard. And then the, 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 the like scene keeps cutting between between those between like those two like visions of what the of what the club could be, and with with like with like dances and you know it's a cut, cutting from Gene Kelly's fantasy to 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 Michael Beck's fantasy, and then the oh, scene geez. ends with with, with 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 the two stages like rolling rolling together and like kind of merging perfectly, and and the, and the songs kind of merge into one song, and like that is a like good and interesting idea, and I think like it is sort of a effective in that scene but like doesn't fully pull it off i think that song sounded great and i was like this is a mashup just like in glee when they mashed up scene in the rain and umbrella by rihanna <laughs> perfect great no notes um again i'm you know what i'll stand by nearly all the music in xanadu i yeah. like i like the song xanadu i like all over the like, world yeah like i i I'd, I'd only heard xanadu previously as uh, 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 uh as the ending uh, to the first like 100 episodes of harmontown but but like Senator is a fucking real good song. It's a yellow. Like, yeah. well, and the the Xanadu at the time obviously tanked. 
people people hated it yeah but the the album of it where they had all the olivia newton john songs on one side and all the elo songs on the other side sold incredibly well xanadu went to number one uh the song she sings while they're roller skating and flying and that bit that went to number one some places like the success of this film is as a collection of songs right there's magic all over the world xanadu i think those are all those are all hits yeah uh and, and it is interesting that like singing in the rain is the same singing in the rain could so easily just be a collection of hits yeah and like the difference is uh people being because ca- like singing in the rain's plot is as nebulous and uh tenuous as xanadu yes says. Uh, there are whole sequences in singing in the rain which are unrelated to yes. the plot and then yeah. just like stop the film for 15 minutes so that like gene kelly and stanley donnan can do some stuff with, with, with like dance and set design that, that they wanted to like try out yeah and 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 like the the the, the, the like difference is they succeed they make those sets look really interesting and beautiful and like yeah. it is kind of like weird to think about because like gene kelly is like such a you know is 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 like i don't know is is you know such a figure of like square jawed handsome charm great dancing but like in terms of his direction he he is like basically an expressionist co-direction yeah yeah uh, 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 I, I well, just... in his film uh, invitation to the dance the all dance film mm. he goes like even further with that yeah i i just uh he also put a lot of energy across his life into underplaying oh, sure, uh, sure, uh, yes. stanley donnan in, uh, in a way that uh, you know that there are worse crimes and like that all dance film was what he made almost immediately after singing in the rain uh, I, 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 I think that was like 58 or 59 i oh. i, I, I I, I, I've, it, 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 it's well, irrelevant. It, it, it's important to me. The problem with Xanadu is Olivia Newton-John kisses him and then leaves. And I feel like there's meant to be this moment of intrigue. You're meant to be like, oh, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. But you're like, I know where she came from. She just magic out of a painting. So she's yes. just like, it's just, I'm, oh, I don't know. There's just like no, there's no intrigue. There's nothing interesting there, right? There's nothing to grab yeah, onto. Yeah, and, and from, from the start of the film, it feels like it's pretty obvious that she is one of at the muses l- at least magical in some way yeah yeah like, if, if you have like even a passing familiarity with, with, with like greek mythology you're like okay so she's one of the muses i and well especially if you know that it, this is kind of a slant remake of down to earth which is about it's right. exactly the same thing but it's about putting on plays rather than opening a club called xanadu right yeah um and that one they're putting on a play called xanadu what's so important about this club it's their dream. The, yeah, no. It's it's, just, it, it, it's 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 Gene Kelly and Michael Beck's dream to ha- to open this terrible club, which will be bankrupt after a week. Now, didn't Michael Beck get in trouble for having a dog fighting ring? No, that Michael Vick. Okay, all right. Uh, who are other Michael one syllable surnames? Michael York from Cabaret yeah. and Austin Powers. Yeah, Michael Douglas. Oh, yeah. No, Douglas is two syllables. No. Right, Michael Schumacher. Yep, no, you got uh, it that yeah. time. Apart from performances, everything 
that is like because oh who cares she's magic there's no there's yeah. nothing to latch onto so she's just a magic yeah. ghost muse woman shows up kisses a boy disappears doesn't want to be involved with it oh it's so bad well i, I wanted to like the movie i was coming in really yeah. to like it and prove you all wrong well and, and and i well i came in like my i came into this being like i know finn loves singing in the rain yeah. i kind of want to do what i've been doing recently and telling him he's wrong uh-huh. yeah uh, is uh, a re- real <laughs> anyway uh, our most recent record was our contempt other side of the wind episode even though these are going out of order anyway um uh, this is a little sneak peek for next week no it was two weeks ago yeah. sneak peek for two weeks ago we right? are we are uh, we are like we are at the far end of the universe is this not going out live N- no well okay so so okay so you 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 you've assessed that, but I have taken over the uh, Joe Rogan Experience YouTube channel. Uh, 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 I love those uh, clips, man. Yeah. You're doing a great job. Uh, in, in order to, in order to live stream this, uh, but the Joe Rogan Experience YouTube channel only posts highlights from the, uh, the Spotify shows. God, that must be a hard job to have because which bits are the highlights and which bits? All, all are, of them. It's all good. Yeah. How do well, you there was a great clip posted the other day where he was talking about uh, that uh, bill in uh, the bill in Florida to. Uh, uh, oh, do, don't do, say gay bill yeah he was talking about how good that bill is um oh, great that'll, that'll protect parents or something um uh, i'm glad that eventually he'll die um uh, how about it here's a bill for you how about um don't say joe rogan <laughs> oh yeah. that's um stephen colbert level satire uh, yeah here we go so that, i put the twist on him there i you, and you you can do it on seven days this week no, I'm not on um, seven days this week. I'm mm. on seven days um, in a few weeks. Yeah. I'm going to have you been paying attention next week, though. Oh, nice. Um, what, 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 what are you going to be uh, paying attention to? Probably probably the new, oh, probably some of my favorite programs, probably. The news, the at, news. one news at 6 p.m., yeah. one news yeah. tonight, um, uh, news hub at 4.30, yeah. um, oh, nice. prime first at 5.30, um, probably AM show, breakfast. Oh, yeah, I love the AM show. Yeah. I, I, love, I, I love hearing their... Love hearing this skewed kind of quirky take on the news yeah i you see some people say it's a bit lighthearted current affairs but i find they tackle some really important stuff like what's what's a nice place to visit around the country well yeah. um, and what, 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 what's what's the one that uh, uh what's the one that uh, paul henry was on like, pretty um, the recently paul, the paul henry show he Breakfast? was on one of those like yeah he was on one of those early morning shows like within the last few years there was the Paul Henry show was one of those. Yeah, for a there was while. the breakfast. He was it was on TV three's version of it was before the AM show. I think right. Was, yeah. Well, magazine yeah. TV shows capture all the best things in the world. Yeah. People with reckons, Probably. very tired audience members, and uh, an obsolete publishing format. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's why uh, Brass I had nothing to make fun of. Yes. I um, mean, uh, uh, it all came true. And my favorite final news source is Counterspin. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As, yeah. As, uh, I'm would, personally, I'm more of a whale oil fan. Yeah, uh, well, you might reckon. Oh, you, 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 yeah, one of my close personal, best friends. Yeah. One of my close well, okay. personal associates. Oh, okay, um, so how you've you've had Cameron Slater dealings? I've I've met him once or twice. Yeah, uh, and, um, and they did, they they did a TV show together. I wouldn't. I feel like TV shows a bit of a stretch of the imagination. It was, but, it was on TV, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, um, what? But um, you can't escape this. What's no, your association I'll, I'll with? I want to talk about how the deputy mayor of okay, like, was well, a counterspin. One week on seven days, Die Henwood was sick, so they brought in Cameron Slater. <laughs> yeah, he uh, it was really funny. And one of the funny <laughs> things about him is that he told it like it is, and not many people do that these days. I mean, 
anyone who gets on that well with Judith Collins is a friend to me. Yes, right. Yeah. It was hosted by Brendan Lovegrove, right? Yeah, it was like a, it was like a public access panel show that Lovegrove wanted to get off the air. Yeah. That I, as a favour to him as a young... Wanted to get on the air. He wanted to get it off the ground. Yeah, he wanted to get... No, he wanted to... I wanted, well, sorry, I wanted to get it off the air. Yes, um, correct. Yeah, I was a young comic doing Brenda Lovegrove a favour and it was... um, And I got to listen to Cameron... Slater sort of openly expressing conspiracy theories um, back when it was that was just kind of quirky and fun it didn't have um, you know long term negative impacts on the body politic um, we're surrounded by so much darkness right yeah. and, no. and, and like the thing the thing that, that what is the way out what is the thing that we can never know to be true but it must feel true that, that's right it's love Right, and I think the, here is the crux. The Look, I'm getting, about? I'm what getting the, back to the what difference. The hell are you talking it's, about? Okay, it's, it's okay. This, 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 this happens a couple times in the episode. <laughs> Tony, he starts to smell toast. You just gotta, yeah, gotta write it out. Tony Robbins speech over here or something. Yeah, for some reason, I was sure you were gonna say Tony Ridinger, Violet Incredible's love interest. Okay. Sometimes you gotta realize is the shadow heart, and um, and sometimes what is the thing that brings us all to the feelings and, and it's unkindness i think it's love it's kindness and i think sometimes traveling down the veins with uncle cracker swim like a fish we want to we want to bring that kindness together and yeah you know, it's, it's just it's just important to to, to, to make sure that no, no no matter what happens you you you, you have to keep your faith in the heart of the cards That's right, and, yeah. and, and you know it, 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 yes like sure seto kaiba he doesn't believe in it he thinks it's all phony That's but right. you yugi moto know in your heart <laughs> That, that you will become the best duel master by believing in the heart of By 2027. That's right. You know, it's, it's not funny. It's not funny, Baloney. You've got to stay true to yourself. You've got to stay true in here. You've got to stay true in your temple. you got to get a... Your, bo- your, bo- your body is a temple. Your body is a temple. Your body is an hourglass. It's a wonderland. Um, your body is a wonderland. Uh, and that's why Alice is inside me right that's now. That's right. That's right. Alice yep. from a Brady Bunch. Okay. Okay, okay right. <laughs> Florence Henderson um, said to me once that what, all, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. So come on, people. Get together. Florence Smile Henderson, who's a host on... Uh, uh, who, who was a guest host on the Muppet Show for one episode? That's right. Just like Peter Ustinov, who was in uh, Logan's Run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan's Run, a lot of running in that movie. Yeah. And, you know, I I've been going for a run in a while. You know, yeah. you know, I had a pair of shoes for a while. We were pretty good for running in, and I wore through them. That's and you know, it's just a real, it's a real bummer for me because I'm bad, I'm bad at just like getting together and just like, you know, doing doing this simple task that will make my life easier. And so I haven't been able to go for a run for like four months now because I ju- I just haven't gone, just haven't gone to number one shoe warehouse and just bought a pair of shoes. I could do it easily. It would take you know hour to walk there, hour to walk back. Quicker if I take the bus but but what is the dream i dreamed of time gone by well it's love and that's what brings us here to and, this you know, podcast it's, it's, it's a love it's, of film which we all share <laughs> that's it's, 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 yeah it's a love of, of a film on the, on the top of your porridge after you leave it for a while yeah, that's right oh, no yeah, what the know. fuck you do it's the worst part <laughs> old porridge is what makes the world go around it's, it's <laughs> yeah you put old porridge is you grease the wheel you put some old porridge on it and that's what we've been doing tonight here on um sound and glee podcast okay so <laughs> uh Let's take a moment. Why are you so, polishing so right the wheel before putting old porridge on it? Oh, no, what is it? It's the squeaky wheel gets the porridge. Oh, uh, okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I finally understand. <laughs> anyway, 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 anyway. <laughs> that was my wrap up speech for the podcast. I thought, I thought I brought it all together pretty well. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was lo- lovely. So, <laughs> what makes singing in the rain work where Xanadu doesn't? You'll never guess what I'm about to say. Love. It's love. 
because Xanadu, the reason it feels like nothing, it feels insubstantial, is that the quadramatic tension is supposed to be uh, a matter of loaf and death, is that uh, she is on Earth, but for a moment to do her magic work, yeah. but she falls in love, but you, because she is uh, more suited to singing than acting, at least in this film, and uh, he is so unsubstantial, he is the lead and build third, uh, uh, you absolutely do not buy it. Yeah, I can't. But, remember but is there a scene where they talk about being in love at yes. all apart from when she vanishes that well, yeah. they 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 say it to each other or things adjacent to it a lot yes and, and yeah and and, and you just ne- you never feel it and, yeah. and there is even a scene ripping off a scene in singing in the rain where don lockwood takes kathy selden into an empty soundstage and 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 he like uses the artificiality of film to to like express to her uh, his feelings yeah which is the like thing i was thinking about in that scene was like this 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 movie came out uh two years after sunset boulevard yeah which which has which has Green like a very song. which has a very similar yeah, scene. exactly Green Day song. yeah it's boulevard of broken dreams yeah. uh, I, I i i walk this empty street uh and i, I walk this lonely, lonely road oh, I walk this only, yeah i walk the this only lonely road, road that i have ever known i walk this empty street i guess someone moved their cars or something <laughs> meet uh was that ever on glee um yeah, did they oh, do a lot of Green Day? Um, actually, they, they must, did. They did record. They did record a cover of Boulevard of Broken Dreams for season three, but it got cut. So. Uh, oh, that's too bad. They, they must have done American Idiot, though, right? No, they did not. That's too political. It was the Obama era. Well, maybe things, things were looking up. But maybe Green Day were holding on to that because they, of course, then debuted American Idiot, the West the Broadway the musical. Wes Anderson musical. Yep. The Wes Anderson, yes, of uh, famous American idiot Wesley Anderson. Yeah. Um, uh, and there are no jokes. Uh, the closest yeah. thing to a joke is that in one bit where they go to buy some glitzy clothes and like the most absurd thing in this film about a muse coming to life is Gene Kelly being like, what's glitz? What's glamour? And yeah. you're like, you're, anyway, uh, uh, and a bunch of mannequins in fabric and all the transitions in the sequence are like hilarious star wipes. One is yeah, like the screen is. is torn. Is it a piece that, of that's, paper? Uh, that's great. And the last time I saw that transition effect used in the movie was in the second uh, female prisoner scorpion movie as she is finally getting revenge on, 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 on uh, 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 as she's finally getting revenge on the corrupt prison warden who's been the like main villain in the first two movies and she she like she's running towards him holding a knife and she just like slashes at him and the screen tears in half and it cuts to him and his face is all cut up it's yeah. great uh, so you so it's like jarring to see to, to, to see that transition effect used in Xanadu for, for a costume trunk on montage uh, no sorry I, I interrupted you invoking the fact that this film like directly lifts a bit of sunset boulevard and oh, not right. doing it as well as sunset boulevard well yeah watching singing in the rain it has a scene of a in the empty soundstage which is very similar to to the scene in sunset boulevard two years earlier which is also about like using the artificiality of like of like film sets and like the, the, the kind of like romance inherent in 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 that fakeness and like and like both those movies do that really well and like and like find interesting different ways to like to like play with that and like what it means to fall in love on on the on like on like a disused set uh uh, uh my, hello oh no I'll, I'll i'll save it for whether i say this film is shite or sound yeah um, and, and, i mean like i mean xanadu does the exact same thing as both yeah. singing in the rain and sunset boulevard and 
there there's there's there was just no emotion and so much roller skating but it's also not it's not it's supposed it's just a generic warehouse it's not like they're not on knowingly false sets well, right i mean yeah but like it's 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 like a like oh yeah no they, they are on they're on the fake metaphorical uh cine dance sets yeah but but part of what makes sunset boulevard doing it so excellent and singing in the rain do it so good is that it is like look at the mechanism we're in this is like we are not supposed to notice the very obvious wires holding up uh olivia newton john as she flies wearing roller skates which i don't know seems awkward to me like wearing shoes in bed anyway um or do you think people should fly barefoot no just like it like in die hard well okay uh 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 like obviously Xanadu is is, is a poor film and yes. it is a poor film uh, uh, for part of the reason is that it was directed by Robert Greenwald who uh has yeah let, <laughs> let, let, let's 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 see what other big hits he directed uh, mainly documentaries uh, uh he he did uncovered and outfoxed and walmart uh, uh, the high price of low cost. Which okay, I've, I've I've heard of that one. I think. Yeah, no, and outfoxed Rupert War, Rupert Murdoch's War on Journalism and uncovered the War in Iraq. Are, are, oh, okay, are yeah. good uh, uh, things. He he has done uh, films about the right to vote being suppressed. Those are good. Right. He the film he had directed before this. The, it was the year before, and it was called Flatbed Annie and Sweetie Pie Lady Truckers. I cannot find any other information about it. I don't uh, know, but it sounds pretty good. And and, and uh, the rest are uh, just things. Like, the most notable one, I think, uh, people will be aware of is Steal This Film, which is the D'Onofrio, Vincent D'Onofrio film about Abby, Abby Hoffman. Okay. Uh, but he, like... He he is a journeyman, and, and Gene Kelly and Stanley Donnan weren't. But like, the, uh, you don't believe they're in love in in the way that in Gene Kelly you believe Gene Kelly and Debbie Reynolds are absolutely. And yeah. there 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 are very few attempts at jokes, and and. and you like closest it gets to a joke other than the like alpha trigon montage yeah. is there is a bit after Sonny quits his job he's got to follow his dream to, to open up this club and he quits his like soul-sucking job as, as someone who uh, uh, as a person who reproduces album covers and so he like shouts at his boss and like storms out and then there was a the, the, then there was like an overhead shot looking down at the boss and uh the boss sort of like uh, leans a bit uh, uh, to, to like express frustration, and he puts his hand in uh, uh, in some paint, and when he looks at his hand and goes, "Shit," and then the scene cuts. I mean, like that's the funniest thing in the movie, and uh, it's not that funny. No, uh, the funniest thing in the movie is when he's she's like, "I'm amused," and he's like, "What's that?" And she says, uh, "Look it up in the dictionary." And he opens oh, up a dictionary, and, and the definition of muse is there, and it's like magical being. Now, do you believe me, Stanley? Because she's talking to him through the dictionary. Sunny? That's good. Uh, oh, uh, and then Sunny, yeah, Sunny, yeah. Okay, they but, should call uh, him Sunny more. Uh, uh, is that a thing that way? actually happened in the movie? Yeah, no. You were busy reading aloud a list of something. That like, sounds like something I'd do. Yeah, no. You, uh, I, I rem- uh, and then they talk. It's the right before they start talking through the television to prove she was alive in the past as well. Okay, I missed that as well. Yeah, no. You were you were reading aloud a list. I can't remember of what. And it was probably a pretty good list. 
Uh, I remember feeling middling about it. Uh, anyway. Um, Ray, have you got any, any opinions on the list? Um, yeah, the list that they put up in season one of Glee in the episode Bad Reputation that ranked everyone by how bad their reputation was. Oh, yeah. did, 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 did they play the song Bad Reputation? No. Ugh. I think they may have played Jesus. it in the background in one episode, but they've never used it. As a, they, I don't think they ever sing it. Um, what what bad, would you say of the, the repu- Bad Reputation episode? What is like the the big song in that? What's the big number? Um, that's the one with the glist. Let's see, there's, they do Ice Ice Baby. They do. They do. Um, they do Hammer Time. It's all about yeah. me to be about songs with. Oh, um, Run Joey Run. Oh no 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 sorry no completely wrong. They do Total Eclipse of the Heart at the end. That's um yeah that's that's considered uh, right. one of the greatest clips right, of all time. Right, uh, that's uh, uh, Rachel and Finn doing that. No, that's Rachel and Jesse St James. I'm um, Jonathan oh, okay. Groff from um the, the, the accomplished um musical. Yeah, the, one of the Mind Hunters. Yeah, and in the Matrix Four. Yes, yeah, yeah. All, all right, who wants a kebab? Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to go out and say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. You guys are probably going to disagree with me. I think Singing in the Rain is a sound film. Yeah, yeah, and yes, I, think, I, I, I would agree with that. No, sure, sure, now you change your tune. I'll tell you whether off camera, off mic, he was all, he was all, <laughs> yeah. oh, no. Blah. I don't know what the cameras are really yeah. for, this yeah. being an audio medium, yeah. but yeah. He, he would say something like, I'm glad all of Zelda's scenes were cut and stuff. I was like, oh, the fin that Zelda's Yeah, and if there's one thing I like, yeah. it's Rita Moreno being yeah. removed from things. Yeah, he, I, see, he says, he says actually, uh, Moses' toes are roses. <laughs> I said, no, 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 that's erroneous. Said, uh, <laughs> uh, what a good but there's a whole elocution but go watch singing in the rain mm. it is sound marginally no what? <laughs> what? He, he's, he's trying to fuck with me i'm not trying to fuck with you do you know what club silencio is now um is it no is it's it? an apple store <laughs> what's club silencio is yeah it, it? it's what singing in the rain is uh, singing in the rain is club silencio being an apple store that's why it is marginal <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, we'll beat on in the heart of the drum. Now I think <laughs> it, it's a very, it's very, very good. But I, uh, it, 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 its existence as a commercial object and and Gene Kelly's behaviour during it makes it hard for me to love it rather than really enjoy it and appreciate it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Finn, it, do yeah. you think it is shite or sound? Uh, I think it is sound. Uh, this is, in my opinion, uh, the best of the films that uh, Stanley Donnan and Gene Kelly made together, Yeah. Uh, all of which are good. Yeah. And, yeah, I think this is uh, the best musical. Uh, uh, and I... Uh, uh, I, uh, I love musicals. you got to see Chicago. Uh, nope. Uh, <laughs> the, do it. the town. you got to see Crash. <laughs> Which is a, a crash, but you've put the, oh, the song, you know, Crash into me, whatever. Yeah, like Dave Matthews. Yeah, yeah. Dave oh, Matthews. No, you just put Ebony and Ivory. Oh, yeah, that is. I mean, it is we Paul McCartney is famous for so many things, but it's so strange we never give him credit for ending racism as yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, 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 let's do rankings and reviews next week. Sure. Yeah. Xanadu uh, is a bad film. Yeah, it's shite. And um, it's a bad film. Go listen to the soundtrack though. Listen to Electrolytic Orchestra. It's a living thing. There are individual dance numbers in in, in Xanadu which are which I think are like well staged and well choreographed and well yep. directed, and like Xanadu it's is like such an undeniably good song that like that part of it really works mm-hmm. and like and and like and olivia newton john is at her best in that moment when she is singing xanadu yeah and, uh, and, and, and and like gene kelly is old in this but he 10 years mm-hmm. away from death yeah yeah but, but, like, but we he, first see him at a beach mm-hmm. yeah. he's still got the fucking gene kelly charm and he is giving it is not as electric as it was in in like 1952 but, oh. but he is yeah, like he's got him lazy but he is 
I think pretty easily the most like compelling actor in the film. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm happy to see him humbled and have all the things he did to Debbie Reynolds done to him in this, uh, 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 which is like cutting around his dancing, re, re, uh, re-recording his taps because mm. he's not doing it well enough. Uh, it is nice to see him humbled, but also having a good time. Uh, uh, we did not get it on the record, Ray O'Leary. Do you consider it sound or shite? You said it was bad. It's as bad as the bad one. Yeah, no, it uh, it's bad. I think a lot of it's sound. I think a lot of it's critical reappraisal by some people. It being called a cult classic is people mistaking the soundtrack for the film. Yeah, yeah, it is shite, but there's a lot of fun stuff in it. I there there will be on YouTube. The, yeah. Look up clips on YouTube. It's not worth seeing. It's not fun. Yeah, it's we haven't really expressed how boring and dumb most no, of it is. There, there, there is yeah. so much waiting around for shit to happen. Yeah. I mean, mostly it doesn't. You're immediately, I think, again, just making her a painting come to life. You're immediately just like, oh, this is stupid. And I think you just immediately just pulled yeah. out of the film. You're just like, I'm not interested in what's going on. I don't care about their relationship. I don't care about him trying to find her. I don't understand why opening up a roller disco derby is so important that a god would come back to life and help you out. It's all just so stupid. All the dialogue between Zeus and here, and it's like, Oh, I don't know if it's earlier than or later. Oh, I don't care about time. I live. I was like, shut up. It's so boring. Well, you need to give like mortal stakes if you are trying to tell a story of immortals. And like the greatest stakes in this are we should open a roller disc called Xanadu. And it's like maybe you shouldn't Xanadu don't. No. So uh, Ray, where can oh. people engage with your work? Oh, I'm go- I was going to say okay, no, yeah, I was going to say you know they shouldn't have crucified Jesus. They should have crucified Kira. Does it? <laughs> okay. Um, that that would be. Do you think that would be a better ending to this film? Um, it'd be interesting. I think if they, I mean, she, uh, she was Jesus. Look, I, yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm sure someone could read at the end of uh, uh, the end of Life of Brian to be that uh, uh, to, to be that Olivia Newton-John is crucified and she's singing Xanadu instead of Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. I mean, like Always Look on the Bright Side of Life, it is interesting to see the song Xanadu in context because uh, yeah. you're like, oh, this is really referring to the plot of this film. Yes. Um, yeah it's 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 like we you know it's like you know like having heard the song xanadu and then watching this movie is like having is like having watched drive and then reading the wikipedia page for a real hero and be like oh okay that song's just about sally sullenberger it's not about ryan gosling driving so uh, we've just had to cut a uh, very long visual bit in which me and you for danced around and otherwise our evil elocution coach and guest uh, Ray O'Leary and uh, now uh, he is covered in uh, things and uh, cannot move and so we're going to do the reviews of Singing in the Rain and Xanadu without him. Yeah, uh, uh, one hour later, <laughs> one hour, one week later, uh, once again we had a hard out but uh, we like uh, doing this bit, hey. We all agree, you, me, Dupree, we yeah. all agree. It's actually one of Ray's, uh, uh, that's a thing that he says all the time. It's just oh, like, yeah. w- 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 when, when, when he like gets lost in conversation, he'll just mumble under his breath, uh, you, me, Dupree. Yeah, it's, a- it's, 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 it's it, it, it echoes throughout history. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, you are more... Uh, enthusiastic about uh, singing in the ring. Yeah, it's, the, a, it's a greatest film musical. Uh, I, I, uh, I mean, do we count 
there will be blood. No. But there's music in it. There is. Yeah. Not a musical. Okay. Do we count uh, the Dardenne Brothers' L'Enfant? Haven't seen it. I'm going to guess not a musical. Yeah, no music. No. <laughs> Where, when they first use no, uh, non-diegetic music in uh, Lorna's Silence, it's uh, like being slapped in the face. <laughs> At least if you've been following uh, until then. But where... uh, uh, Yeah, you like it more than I do. I don't dislike it. I just think... uh, Yeah, I I bounce off it. The the cynicism of its generation uh, more than you. But I still... On on our list, me me and Finn rank all of our films that that we've watched for this. In my case, also including Force Majeure... And several other films, uh, uh, and not counting Shoah, because why rank that? Uh, uh, Or uh, Neil Breen's five feature film retrospective, uh, because it's not on there. But I have it, uh, Singing in the Rain, I think, is the 22nd best film we have watched, which is above Barry Lyndon, but beneath Bicycle Thieves. Right. Uh, I have it at number nine, which is above Sunset Boulevard, but below Shoah. Uh, yeah, that is, uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yes. Uh, Briar was having a bad day and I showed her make him laugh and it made her day better. And I spent like for the promo image for this podcast that you are listening to, I I clipped it out so I could get all the frames of him, Donald O'Connor doing a flip off the wall and just watching through to, to find the right flip. It's a great way to spend half an hour just watching Donald O'Connor do flips and do his uh, Homer Simpson running in a circle bit. Now, uh, what if I told you, Finn, that despite Singing in the Rain being transparently one of the most fun, enjoyable, uh, 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 family-friendly pieces of media ever, there there are, in fact, negative reviews of it? Uh, I'd say, uh, did this person only watch the Beautiful Girls medley? Oh, yeah, that is... And, and maybe, what's it called, the Broadway... The thing about the Broadway melody sequence is uh, it's incredibly beautiful and uh, has amazing dancing and uh, some of the best production design you're going to see in, a, in any movie ever. And like the fact that it is just not narratively connected to the rest of the film and like kind of a slog uh, at certain points uh, shouldn't deter you. Uh, yeah, it is. It, it is the peak of the film cynicism for me, and that's why uh, I dislike it. Uh, uh, but also, I wouldn't cut it anyway. <clears throat> but on uh, this, also, Sid Charisse, check out those games. This is by Kev. Full stop yeah. on social media platform Letterboxd. He gives it one star. All the half star reviews are either people being uh, deliberately contradictory or uh, trolling for likes in a transparently craven way that makes me wish they die of cancer, like Superman villain Craven the Hunter. Kev Dot gives Singing in the Rain one star, and he writes, Dignity. Always dignity, a quote. Yeah. Yes, I know this is considered a classic, and I also know I'm probably going to be alone in this take, but I do not like musicals at all. 
In fact, I despise <laughs> most of them. They're annoying, confusing, distracting, and do absolutely nothing for me. There's another paragraph, but let's let's unpack this. Yeah. I can understand musicals being annoying. I, I don't agree. Sure. There are certainly musicals that I find annoying. The, confu- the thing that hits me with confusing is that I can't think of a musical where I've been like, what's going on? They're all incredibly transparent to me. Sure. That, and that's not a... De- like, musicals are designed to be legible. Yeah. Uh, anyway, distracting... Okay, uh, I apologize, you're being distracted by this media you're distracting yourself with. Uh, yeah. And do absolutely nothing for me. Uh, take the psychopath test. Maybe it is just... It is under... Go, go, yeah, go, go talk to John Ronson... Like, for for all this talk of the scene as myth-making uh, uh, for and by Gene Kelly, it is hard to think how a human could not enjoy Gene Kelly singing in the rain. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it, it is like, uh, uh, it is uh, just one of, one of the most beautiful and charismatic people ever on film yeah. at the like, peak of his athleticism doing... Uh, just very nice dancing yeah. and singing about being in love. And also just, yeah, and it's a good, yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? But like, and doing great gags. Anyway. <clears throat> and so that was just his take on musicals yeah. generally. With that being said, Kev adds, this was not good. <laughs> just dull and uninteresting with annoying characters I could not stand. I just had a really hard time getting through it. Kev, I, I'm very sorry you feel that way. And I think if you came to it with a more open heart, it would be different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, do you want to guess Kev full stops top four films? Yes. Uh, one is one of your favorite, favorite films. Uh, but, it, but it's not one of my top four. Uh, lit. Okay, me... my, my, my top four being The Apartment, Green Room, Stop Making Sense, and La Floor. It is one of those. It's one of those? Yeah. Uh, okay, he hates, he hates yeah. music and fun, so it's not Stop Making Sense. Yeah. Uh, Green Room. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the next, uh, I will just ask you in the form of trivia, because... Can you remember, because we talked about this but two weeks ago. Great. Mentioned it more than once. So Wong Kar Wai, <laughs> uh, he made Chunking Express, yep. which is always intended to be three stories, but he only kept the first two and made the third in the next year into its own feature. What was that film called? Uh, okay, so, uh, it's not Happy Together. No, that's, one, but that's him- the one after that, before in the Lude for Muff. Right. Uh... Okay, it's not Ashes of Time. No, that's the one before. Yeah, it's not Days of Being Wild. That's the, way earlier. That no, it's the one before. Oh, yeah, God. yeah. Um, uh, okay, uh, Fallen Angels. Yeah, ding ding. Okay, I mean, there's no other. Like, how else could we have? Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's good. I mean, it's a Wong Kar Wai film. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, I anyway. Uh, the next is. Uh, it's got some pretty good, I think, 
You know feeders, those people who love watching people eat? Oh, sure. I think uh, this film will have a, accidentally have quite a big audience of them. I assume if there's like... Uh, 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 Matilda. No, but you're in the right area. Stand by me. Okay, no, no, no. In, in, in terms of the kind of consumption... It is someone eating uh, the whole of something. Uh, a ghost story. Ding, ding. Yeah, yeah uh, Rooney Mara eating yeah. that whole pie for ten minutes. Uh, uh, it, it's... Uh, David Lowry, good work on The Green Knight, I guess. <laughs> uh, and uh, the last one is... Oh, it's a very overdetermined film, so it's kind of hard uh, how to uh, find a clue for this. There are so many details, it's easy to overlook, so I've got to find something, right? Your clue was in there somewhere. What film was it? Uh, uh, he screamed at one point. <laughs> yeah, and dang, you've got it. Scream. It is a horror. Uh, is it a supernatural horror? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but not like... But, but not, not like not, Phantasm. Not, yeah. Like, the ultimate threat is... A guy with an axe, you know? Right. So it's a it's a slasher? Yeah, I wouldn't term it Okay, so it's, not, 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 it's not, not part of, like, a slasher series. Uh, it does have a sequel, but uh, a long time later and not... It, you wouldn't really think about it. It's adapted from a book. Okay. Psycho? <laughs> no, no, no. But, like, it, it's as big as Psycho. It's by someone who is as big as Hitchcock. It's not easy to overlook. Oh, right. It's The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. And, oh, no, that's it. Those are, yeah. that's his top four. Kev, good top four. Yeah. So, Yufa. Xanadu. Uh, yeah, more like Xanadone. Uh, absolutely. Uh, where, uh, where have you got it on your list of movies we've watched? I have it at... Hum. Uh, I have it as the 113th best film we watched, <laughs> one worse than Ch Chopping Mall, and one better than Mank. Uh, Where have you got it? Okay, uh, I have it at uh, number 118, uh, above My Stepmother is an Alien, and below Wall Street Money Never Sleeps. Fair. So fair. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I buy that. For a pound. Uh, but here's the thing. It's kind of a joke, right? If this if this film has a cult audience, mm. it's people liking it kind of ironically or for the soundtrack, which is legit. But people don't like this film. No one would sincerely argue for its merits. Yufa, I am so sorry to tell you. Some people really into this film in a seemingly non-ironic sense. Will I ever learn, Finn? I don't think so, because you like this bit too much. I th but it, you have to agree that part of the bit <laughs> is always doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so. Like, how part of the bit is you being just a little annoyed by it each time? Anyway, sorry. Uh, so this is a uh, five-star review of Xanadu by Letterboxd user Charlie. You're not going to get this for the first time. <laughs> I, I was. Oh, you, you, yeah. you, 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 having a drink of water while I said that. I, I was, I was pretty sure I was going to almost get a spit take. Uh, yeah, this is one that really rewards uh, unpacking. Yeah. You know? 
This movie is a work of pure artistic genius. (laughs) Combining a classical love triangle story with the magic of the late 70s, early 80s, as well as Greek mythology. The characters are all brilliant, and the dialogue, though simple, is so enjoyable. If you don't like this movie, think about why. There's nothing wrong with it. We are just conditioned to think of movies. Uh, we, we are just conditioned to think of movies that are simply about love and happiness and searching for one's true purpose in life as boring or simple. This movie is fun, and that's a good thing. The soundtrack goes hard too. Replies from friends only. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't disagree with anything they said after that they liked Xanadu because films that are just about like love. Or, or or power or singing are can be some of the best sure. films. Yeah, right? like uh, uh, like a best picture winner Coda. Uh, would you like to guess uh, Charlie's top four films? I've got a hint for you here. Uh, this person's bio is Watch Xanadu. Uh, okay. Uh, oh mate, Grace. No. Have I got any of the cast in that right? Though? <laughs> yes, you have. Oh, okay, so Battle- <laughs> Battlefield Earth. <laughs> No, no, wrong, wrong, wrong cast member. Okay, uh, Citizen Kane. No, but is, uh, could there be a connection? Is there something in who's in Greece and Citizen Kane? No, no, no. I, I just it could be like the name of a location. Ah, <laughs> oh, right, Rosebud. Yeah, no Xanadu. Uh, Xanadu. Uh, uh, you're right. That bit was not worth it. Uh, yes, and uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the other three movies: uh, All Star, Pop Stars. Uh, okay. Uh, who uh, is one pop star never stop, never stopping? No. Uh, okay. Uh, there is one from the 2010s and two from the early 2000s. Do I, would I like any of them? Uh, any of these movies? Yeah. Uh, uh, the one from the 2010s uh, you think is good, but people uh, overrate it. Is it Cinderella? No. No. Uh, That's from the 2020s. Oh fuck! You're right. It was last but, but, year. But the the the, one, the, the ones... mistake I made there was thinking we were still in the yeah. 2010s. To be clear, uh, the, the 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 ones from the early 2000s, uh, I think uh, you would not like. Yeah. Okay. So is one uh, like is the Hannah Montana movie? No. Uh, the Lizzie McGuire. Are, there, are any like TV spinoffs or like Disney style like that? Uh, no, no Disney Channel spinoffs or anything. Okay. So uh, Dunkirk. No. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. So the one I like but think is overrated uh, that stars a pop star. Yeah. Uh, and are they still a pop star or have they transitioned? Uh, they. Uh, um, I'm not sure if they've done any music in the past couple of years. Like, they've been focusing mainly on acting recently. Uh, is Star is Born? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, everyone. I don't think I've mentioned this yet. House of Gucci is incredible va-va-voom wacky melodrama, which is both in 100% series, serious and 1000% ridiculous. Uh, check it out. It, 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 and it continues the great trend of the little things of like, if you have to cast Jared Leto, which apparently is the law for some reason, yeah. the way you do it is by making him an irritating and obnoxious character who everyone else on screen is visibly annoyed by having to be around. The next two were film vehicles, like specifically for these pop stars to 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 become bigger. Oh, Glitter? Yep. And, uh, oh, is the Britney Spears yes. one the other one? Um it's about a road trip 
Yeah. Uh, oh. It's got road in the title. Is it on the road? Crossroads. Crossroads. Uh, Finn just did the crossed arms from Pink Floyd's The Wall. Yeah. And then followed them with the hashtag from Nostalgia Critics The Wall. Uh, because he's so angry at people tweeting mean things about him. And now back to you, <laughs> And now back to, to say goodbye to Ray. So, Ray. It wants to be a way for people to find you. Just uh, turn on their televisions for I but th- a moment, I usually. Think, I think Finn. I think Finn knew it. What was it? Where, where could they find me, Finn? They could find me on Seven Days. <laughs> Have you been paying attention? Patriot Brain. All sorts of television shows you cannot see outside of New Zealand. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, some. Uh, some good, some bad. Yeah, no, no. I was like, do you, do you, you don't want to direct people to your social media? Yeah, sure. They can go find me on social media. You know, do whatever you want. You know, get bent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just, uh, I forgot how much of an anarchist you are when it came to uh, uh, selling your work. <laughs> um, uh, check out Ray's work. Is this at Ray O'Leary on Twitter? Or at Ray O'Leary Comedy. At Ray O'Leary Comedy. Oh, James right. Osterpick's TV show is coming out or on TVNZ On Demand this week. You know, I worked yeah. on that. Go watch that. Yeah, that's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Yeah, abandonment issues. Yeah. Hey Fent. Yes. Where can people find you online? Uh who gives a shit? You can find my show on Twitter at shirtsoundpod or you can email us at shirtsoundpod at gmail.com. Uh check out our website, it's at shirtandsound.com. If you like what I do, and I really hope you do, um in a real tailspin about what I've achieved uh, in my life. Uh, 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 I, uh, I'm on various social media is at youth lives, put bit.ly in front of that and you'll sign up for my newsletter. I have two other podcasts, the witching hours, check it out and the slow path. Uh, also uh, check that out. Um, our theme song is The Nux by Kazam Blam. You can check him out on Bandcamp, a bad website that is owned by bad company, Epic Games. Yeah, uh, we have been inconsistent over the past few weeks about booing Bandcamp, and that is because we have been recording heavily out of order. From now on, we will be consistent. Fuck Bandcamp. Uh, Ooh. Finn, yes. what are we watching next week? Uh, next week we're doing the third Andre Tarkovsky movie on the list. Yeah. Uh, we're doing Mirror. And with that, we are watching uh, Timur Bekmambatov's uh, Night Watch for reasons I do not know yet. Uh, they're, they're both Russian, and you haven't seen that, and I just kind of want to see your response to Night Watch. Okay, great. Because it is like, I mean, really engaging with Russian state-sponsored media right now is dangerous. Uh, so might reconsider, actually. But it is crazy. <laughs> uh, hey. If you like this show, tell your friends. Go on, do it. Uh, we're in a crowd taste, and it would be great if more people could acquire it. Movies are good. Even bad ones. Go, Go watch them.
Xanadu. It's great. Xanadu. <laughs> Olivia, who brought now you here? here in Xanadu. That's right, we had her here the whole time. Xanadu, your neon lights will shine for you, Xanadu. Xanadu. <laughs> Man, that's good. <laughs> Hope, hope we don't break the law by including that. 